the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Gospel of Peace. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Saturday, January 27th in the year 2024. Tonight we launch a new show. It's going to be every Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. This show is called The Gospel of Peace. In the current environment in which we are in, we are going to need more prayer. And right now we have a lot of prayer needed for both Lieutenant Colonel Retired Pete Chambers Special Forces and the convoy that's going to the border. We are entering into a new era, an era of intense spiritual warfare. And this is something we have to be very focused on and it's up to us now to start raising up the body of Christ, to start praying into this and to start lifting up prayers as this principal way in which we will break strongholds and tear down existing principalities to take over the lands and the controls of the lands that we are intended to do. Patriots, this is where everybody now is being called to the line. The prayers are essential and what we have to do is essential because right now we have people down there whose lives truly are in the balance. What is happening on this movement to the border is a big thing. This isn't just a random rally. This is a rally moving into an area of the, of the world that is controlled by the cartel. These are ruthless and evil people. They are truly demonic in the truest sense of the nature of things. And on the point of this is our brother in Christ, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, Special Forces. The things that he has been doing to ensure safety and security for this group are unbelievable, if you could list them all. He has been dedicating his life to the border of the United States. As he himself said, it began with one man and a dog and a horse. And together, they've been raising awareness. They've been mobilizing people. He's been installing protection measures for people's private lands. He's been doing all of this simply through his faith in God and his belief that he can be greater than himself because he has given himself truly to the Lord and he's walking in prayer, worship, Holy Spirit, and Jesus. Nothing else to say. Pete prays every day. He has been diligently putting in his life and his entire commitment to fight and save this nation. And it is the time that we start rallying the body of Christ to step up with him and to bring the force of kingdom out and down around him and to bring the force of kingdom through our prayers into that border. Part of what we are doing now and through this process tonight and going forward is transforming a mindset. This isn't just a, a war, and it's definitely not a war of the trigger or the war of the flesh. This is first and foremost a war within the body of Christ, a war within the spirit. This is us as Christian warriors standing up and saying enough is enough and doing what we know we can do best, praying and praying with the authorities given to us by Jesus. One of the challenges that we face in this time is a conflicting narrative, a narrative that's talking about end of times and people being pulled out and and left us for waiting for us to have Jesus return versus those that believe that we have the authorities to bring kingdom into this world. That's the place I walk because I believe that Jesus gave us these authorities to 
to literally spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, heal the sick and the broken, cast out demons, raise the dead, and to do greater works. Those are in his red letter language. These are things that we can do and we have to do because in this point in time, it is up to us now to hold the line in the most intense and fierce way. We are in a very critical hour in our nation. This is there's a lot at stake. And while we can always say God wins, much of that is about us and how we respond. Do we humble ourselves before the Lord? Do we seek repentance for our nation? Do we seek repentance for ourselves? Do we stand in the authorities and declare the authorities of Jesus to hold a, hold the line and to literally be the watchers on the wall and those that are building the wall, one brick in one hand and a sword in another? We have been given the authorities to tear down fortresses, to break strongholds. And that war is in the spirit because as we defeat the enemy in the spirit, the war in the flesh changes. And we have an evil of unprecedented time kind. It is an ancient evil. It is an evil that rots away in our government, rots away at the, the idea of torture, pain, trafficking children, trafficking women, pushing people across the border to cause disruption and replacement strategies, turning this nation into a slave nation. This is what those men and women on the border are fighting to protect us from. And we have to start coming together as a nation, and it's a nation standing together in prayer. One of the principal issues that we in our time right now is that as a nation, we have to start seeing each other through the unity of the heart, not the separation of the flesh. So much of what has happened here in the last years is the politics of division and divisiveness have taken hold. They've divided us. They've separated us. They've pulled us apart. And no longer do we see ourselves as children of God, but we see ourselves by tags. I'm a, polit I'm a political party like Republican or Democrat. I have a race and a color. I have a, a, a walk in this way or that way. I have a belief system that's not even biblical, like ideologically anchored in unity or, or wokeism or whatever this is. This is nonsense. But in the body of Christ, there's a diversity of us, but the whole center point is that we understand truly that there is one God, one true God. We get into petty little arguments over scripture when in fact what we're all trying to do is seek the love of Jesus. It's time that we start putting this down and understanding that we have the authorities in this world. We have to walk fearlessly in this world. And we can have these discussions all day long about whether it's doctrinal discussions or, or whether it's how much and how we are gonna love Jesus. But we can't let those little things divide us. More than ever right now, we need a unity in the nation and body of Christ that can stand bold and against this hour and say we are here with the authorities, with the fearlessness of this and leaning into this to project our prayers into this moment and make our prayers known to God through our Savior. That this is the, these are the things that we declare and the things we must declare. Now, Pete Chambers has literally put his life on the line. He is a brother in Christ and he is a good friend. And I've come to know him over the last year and a half in a deep way. This man is pushing everything he can. He, took, he stepped in to make sure that this border convoy would be safe, and he's doing everything he can to do that. But as would be expected, the, the horrors of the media world and the horrors of the intelligence agencies are waging a war against him. They have started to send out disparaging, horrible things within email, social media, within the, within the ecosphere of, of the digital world accusing him of, of ridiculous things, denouncing him, trying to disparage him, trying to make him seem like something he's not. Tonight, we're going to have to call for prayers and protection around him. We need to be calling down what God can bring in his war angels to stand around him. We have to be praying into the strongholds around him and the, the rock of faith in which he stands. We need to be declaring scripture wherever we can. And what we are doing here is we are raising up the gospel of peace. 
a gospel of peace that must not be misunderstood. As we say, do not mistake our kindness for weakness, for we are truly children of the Most High. We will pray for you to come into the body of Christ. We will pray with the mightiness of the sword of spirit. And we know that God will bring judgment where judgment is necessary. But we also know the power of, the, of love and the power of healing and the power of bringing people into Jesus. We know this through testimonies, even in modern day. If you've been following the stories that have come here or even in social media, especially on Patriot channels, we know that there's been an, an, there was a moment in time here not too long back that ISIS was being overwhelmed with visions of Jesus, so powerful that it was leaving these hardened Muslim-hating fighters. They were hating everybody, weeping, asking, saying things like, I'd never encountered something so profound, someone who came to me and said, you are forgiven. They didn't even know what that was in their, in their faith system because forgiveness where they were walking was forgiveness once they died. Patriots, this is a profound hour on which we need to call upon our Lord and Savior. We need to be calling on his presence to be witnessed into people's lives. We need to be digging deep into our scriptures. We need to be praying harder than ever. And we need to be speaking into the authorities given to us to shake the strongholds of the demons, to shake them out, to break the strongholds that they think they have, and to reclaim these places in the name of God. The border is a very, very dark and nefarious place. It is a place that over the years has been allowed to be, to be a, a place of trafficking of drugs, children, women, people. It's got darkness all over it. It has almost a dark spirit rooted into it. We have the horrors of crimes that happen down there, children rape, and, and all sorts of the most horrific things you can imagine. Behind that veil is the, is the cartels, who literally have gone to a place of worshiping idols of the darkness. They themselves seek to rise up through their ranks, through the greater tortures and pains which they can extol on people. We have gangs that literally feed on the blood of humans. And the, and the sacrifice and pain of humans. That's how they find their power and how they find their pleasure. President Trump referred to MS-13 as animals, and sometimes I think that he wasn't wrong. And we've had so much reaction with our, in our media, people claiming that he was being disrespectful as these people were raping people, killing people, slicing people, the horrors of what was going on. They are part of this problem. They are part of what's coming into this nation. We have fighting age males that are pouring across this nation with illness in their heart, hatred for this nation. All they want to do is to destroy America. They want to destroy your lives. They want to destroy other people's lives. And they want to take joy in delivering pain and agony and the horrors of all that they can to a, to a world, to people that have never experienced anything like this. They see this as easy targets because they don't believe Americans are strong. We've seen the weakness of our culture over the last three years, and it's been very, very broken in many ways. It's revealing of its lack of faith as we see more and more people returning to the body of Christ, understanding now in this hour that there is no other place to go. And the glory of this time is as a nation is shaken to its root, we're also starting to see people awakening to the fact that this material culture, the material world that we grew up in, this place where we really thought that everything was ultimately about the success in your career and saving money for retirement and getting good deals at Walmart and whatever else, or maybe, maybe getting your, your executive membership at Costco so you can get an extra 1% on sales for your membership, whatever that is that it translates to, your new car, your new house, the debt that you could put in, your, your credit rating. These things mean nothing because we take none of that with us. But they were the things that have pulled us away from God. 
as the world churned and as the world developed a deep, deep seated hatred to try to tear us down. And as our politicians and our leadership, NGOs and banksters all decided to literally sell us out quietly behind the scenes. They've opened up our border and they defend it when it's openly against the Constitution. Remember, there's only one law of the land. It is the Constitution. There's no other. There is no other law. And that law is rooted ultimately in moral law because that takes us to the Declaration of Independence, where all rights are given to us by our Creator, a.k.a. God. Our founding fathers understood that this time would come. They gave the authorities within the Constitution for us to be able to pivot and move away from the federal government. Article 4 states that the federal government is supposed to protect our borders, and yet it def openly defies that. And so the states have now moved, as led by Texas and the letter by Governor Abbott, to pivot now and take the responsibility given to them by the Constitution to defend their rights from an invasion. We are, sick, we are in the middle of an invasion. It's been very hard for the nation to understand what this invasion is. Programmed by years of working in Hollywood, they see, they, they see war in terms of people in uniforms and invasions with people dropping out of the skies in parachutes or nuclear attacks on the soil. But they haven't been able to visualize and totally conceive of how big of an invasion we're dealing with. This invasion was administered through economic warfare by breaking people's finances. This invasion was administered through political deceit by voting in people that would tell you one thing and do another and close doors and yet continue to lie to you at your face. This invasion was orchestrated by medical, pharmaceutical, by telling you there was a pandemic when there wasn't, and then delivering a bioweapon into the arms of the many and the innocent and, the, and those that were naive, taking down a nation, killing many, wounding many more, and worse, using that with the authorities that they have to illegally de deploy an injection into the arms of every soldier, nearly every soldier. Those that held strong within the ranks of our military were tortured, literally, they were abused and forced out ultimately out of the military so that we, what we are left with is a military that's deeply degraded, deeply divided, and deeply wounded. Patriots, we are in a moment in time right now when we have to start praying heavily for a nation because we are at a, such a critical moment that it is only God that can bring us in. So tonight, joining us in the show are going to be Michelle and Leah to pray with us, to move this forward and to launch this new show which is the gospel of peace. Every Saturday, we are going to be praying and we're going to be discussing these things in terms of what we need to do. Framing for all of this, and I would encourage everybody to read this book tonight, the book of Habakkuk. It's three short chapters. It's one of the shorter chapters in the Bible. But the moral of this is in Habakkuk, which is so important, is to appreciate what God has really been doing here. And it's greater than we can even imagine. One of the things about Habakkuk is that it deals with an invasion. It deals with Babylon, Babylonian forces coming into Israel, Babylonian forces ravaging and taking, taking the wounding of, of a nation. And in so doing, Habakkuk pleads out to God. And it's a prophet. He says, he says, Father, what are you doing? Why do you do this in this hour? And so we are left in a time and a place where literally we have to start asking ourselves the questions of what we need to do. In reading the beginning of Habakkuk, I think it sums up a very good place of where we are. He says, O Lord, how long will I call for help and you will not hear? I cry out to you, violence, yet you do not save. Why do you make me see iniquity and cause me to look on wickedness? For destruction and violence are before me. Strife continues and contention arises. Therefore, the law is ineffective and ignored and justice is never upheld. For the wicked surround the righteous, therefore justice becomes perverted. And the Lord replied, 
Look among the nations. See, be astonished, wonder, for I am doing something in your days. You would not believe it if you were told. This is truly the hour in which we are living. It is a profound moment in time in which God is moving in great and powerful ways. And it is requiring of us to humble ourselves before him, to call to him, to, to seek repentance before him as a nation. This is where our greatest strength is. In the end of Habakkuk, at the end of the book three, he, he reads, he writes or says, You have trampled on the sea with your horses, on the surge of many waters. I heard, and my whole inner self trembled. My lips quivered at the sound. Decay and rottenness enter my bones, and I tremble in my place, because I must wait quietly for the day of distress, for the people to arise who will invade and attack us. Though the fig tree does not blossom, and there is no fruit on the vines, though the yield of the olive fails, and the fields produce no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold, and there are no cattle in the stalls, yet I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout out in exaltation in the victorious God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invincible army. He has made my feet steady and sure like hind's feet and makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility. The whole sense of these trialing of these difficult times is to literally be able to continue to stand boldly on our feet and on the rock of faith to never quiver, to never shake, to never doubt. Because it's in these hours that we are truly seeing a threshing. We're seeing an awakening. We're seeing the darkness of the hearts broken and the clutches of the enemy that hold us being broken. The enemy is now in its final hours. This is an ancient evil that's throwing everything it can. And whether we like it or not, the center of this battle is here in our borders, in our nation. This is where evil took root. This is where evil took a deep root. It rooted out and used all of our resources to attack the world. Our military, as good as the men and women of the military have been, has been used as a weapon of war to force nations to comply to things like the fiat dollar and debt currencies. Our nation, as good as it is in its goodwill, has been all the goodwill of the nation has been used as a weapon against other nations to force them to comply with our banking system and our policies of submission and global slavery. All of this for the benefit of a few, the elites who have taken root within our government and with our, within our nation that are seeking to profit to themselves and subdue a nation for their own benefit. These are people that literally see that everyone else is lesser than them. They see themselves as gods. And they have used all their forces and all their power to literally deliver a blow to a nation right now that is still a nation that's still recovering from that blow, which is the blow of COVID. This is something that we never imagined, that innocence would literally be sacrificed for their, for their good and for their benefit, not their good, but their power. And so patriots, we are in such an hour right now that prayer is one of the mightiest and only great weapons that we can deliver against them. They seem out of touch for us because they isolate themselves in high places of their own making, of bunkers of their own building, with security around them, and yet they have no idea of the force in which we wield. We are the children of the Most High. We are truly sovereigns of this world. And through our prayers and through our declarations, we can break down their strongholds. We can hold them accountable into the courts of heaven, and we can bring the power of Jesus into this world. 
So tonight, as we step into this tonight, into this new show, we will be praying for Pete Chambers, Lieutenant Colonel, retired Special Forces. We will be praying for the men that work under him. They are in the shadows, but they are powerful and mighty, but they need our prayers of strength. We will be praying for the convoy that comes in, that these people coming in will see this not as a moment of fight, but a moment of revival. We will be praying for Pastor Rod Parker, who is going to closing his church down in, Northern, in North Texas to go down and set up a tent of revival on the border, for he's been given a vision, a vision that I shared weeks before him, that God has shown that one of the greatest moments that's going to happen in our history is the revival that will happen for the people coming into our nation. He's going to, we're going to steal from the enemy what they thought they had and bring them to the Lord, and in so doing, revive this nation to the very root with new blood, new life, new excitement for the love of Jesus. This is a critical hour that we have to reach across and build bridges with others. We have to get to know our neighbors, spend time breaking bread, spend time having compassion, and be patient because the awakening is happening. And the more that the awakening comes, it's a spiritual awakening. It leaves people unsettled if they don't have a relationship with Christ. And even for that matter, many churches have not spoken a gospel that will prepare them well for this hour. And so it is our turn as well to step in and to speak that power and glory of Jesus into their lives, the powerful gospel of Jesus to revive and to restore and to heal. This is such a great moment in our time, a moment that we all should be just excited about having, but it is also a moment of great seriousness and focus. What's happening on the border with this convoy is not a rally. This is nothing like that. This isn't some innocent thing of going down and just getting there for immediate attention. This is truly part of a spiritual war. And God is moving this, and there's no other explanation for the magnitude in which this event grew. Rob and Jamie Aggie began this thing with a small vision of having a rally down on the border, but it grew rapidly, and now it's growing with convoys of trucks coming in and media coverage of unprecedented. Tucker Carlson covered this last night with Pete Chambers. Unexpectedly, Pete was on Tucker Carlson's show. The word is getting out, and people are coming down, and with that comes the evil because they see opportunity to exploit so our prayers tonight as well have to be about hedges of protection, about rebuking any evil that may be entering into these people's spaces, binding the evil that thinks that it can do that it can do evil within the ranks of good, and most importantly, to awaken the hearts of any that come in to the love of Jesus. Let Jesus open their hearts. Let Jesus bring them to their knees. Let the love of Christ cause them to weep. Mighty armies will fall when they stand before our King. And this is an hour now that we as, a, as the warriors of Christ need to stand and call upon that in our prayers. So patriots, let me welcome tonight to join us in these prayers, Michelle Svensson of the Resistance Chicks, and soon will join us as well will be Leah. Good evening, Michelle. How are you? Good evening, Mr. Kesterson. That was quite the intro. Well, we're trying to get everybody a little bit excited about prayer. This is prayer warfare at its best. <laughs> this is prayer warfare. You know, um, as I'm listening to all that you're, that you're talking about, and we're going to get into actually literally praying into this, I want to speak to Bards Nation and the Resistance Chicks family. You guys are ready for this. And, you know, we look at Bards Fest in uh, Yuba City earlier last year, and then we look at Bards Fest in Flemingsburg. All of these things, and then all of your podcasts really since all of 2023, especially, you know, the second half of that, you have been equipping the saints for the work of the ministry for this right now. Okay. The, the stuff that's been coming out is so vitrolic. I mean, you're looking at that people that we normally admire, a Jack Posobiec and a Charlie Kirk trying to throw this under the bus. 
and paint it in a picture in a light that it's not and throw people like uh, one of the most integral men I've ever met in my life, Pete Chambers, under the bus. Um, this That is a satanic attack. And so how do we do that when you're looking at a satanic attack that's coming from people that are that are on our side unequivocally? Charlie Kirk, Jack Posobiec, they are Christians. They are on our side. They are fighting for truth. When you have a demonic attack that's being used by those that are on your own side, this takes a level of spiritual warfare that most people don't have to encounter that often. And then you're looking at it on a global scale. This isn't even just a national scale. Everybody, I'm getting messages every single day about what's going on with Texas from people that we have around the world. All eyes are on Texas. Why? Because God's doing something. But if God's doing something, the devil's going to be trying to, to, to run cover and to, to throw as many stumbling blocks as he possibly can at this. And so that's where we step in. That's where you guys step in. That's why you're here. You're not just tuning in, listening to talking heads. Well, Scott's head's not usually shown <laughs> week after week after week and day after day after day, you're tuning in because you're getting equipped and you're getting spiritual weapons. And you guys hear me say this very frequently when you come to events, I got a cache of of weapons behind me and we're handing them out. That's really important because when you're when you're coming up against, um, Leah, your earbuds fall on the floor. When you're coming up against spiritual warfare on this level and magnitude, you better be ready. Why have we been telling you guys to get the Founders Bible? Why has Scott been telling you to read it all of the time? Because this is how we will take them down. You know that, that song, this is how I fight my battles. You know, it sounds like, it sounds all like happy-go-lucky, but no, literally, this is how I fight my battles. And that's where we're at. And, you know, I I, I do kind of have a little bit of excited look on my face because I'm ready to go. This is true. You know, um, Everin Carson, who knows Carson shoes, Carson tennis shoes, the best, the only American-made tennis shoe. This is a major pitch here. Only American-made tennis shoe in the country, but I, he's a good friend. Love the man. He has been under spiritual warfare. I mean, big time. He's been talking about things in his factory, things that's been going on. In fact, one of his employees called out yesterday. He says, he, he, he screamed in the factory and he said, what happened? And he cut his finger off. And oh, my gosh. Yeah, so Everett says. Wait, hang on. This just happened? Yeah, it just happened yesterday. So he's texting me this. And he's, and this was his response. And, and he and I will be talking hopefully tomorrow. But this is, this is what he said to me. And he says, Scott, and he goes, this is a demonic attack. He says, mm -hmm. I don't know how to fight this stuff, but I know where to begin. I'm opening my mm -hmm. Bible again right now. And so this, that is the right response right there. This is where we dig in, and the Scripture has the answers of how we fight this. And through the Scriptures, we speak and declare we will rebuke this, and we have great authority in this world. This was a discussion I had today with Pastor Rod Parker. Just he, in fact, tonight he's at a he's at a rally, a revival tonight, and to bring up the the strength of the body of Christ. And then tomorrow. He will be on our show tomorrow night for Peace Be Still, and we'll be talking about awesome. what he's going to be doing down on the border. And his idea, he's going hes going down there to bring people to Jesus. He's going to go down there to baptize and to cast out demons and to truly have a powerful revival. So this is an exciting, exciting time. Leah, welcome to the hi, show. Hi, How are you? Wants to say hi it's to you. Scott's best friend, actually. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> this is the Chihui Hui. Oh my gosh. For the podcast <laughs> listeners that you're not watching on video, <laughs> you know, when Scott, Scott came friend. and stayed with us and did shows in our basement, we had some dogs that were staying with we us had, and, <laughs> and a little chihuahua kept wanting to sit on his lap, kept wanting to sit. There we go. With Scott Kesterson. You know, Scott, they say in Hollywood never to work with kids or animals. So whenever you have resistance chicks on the show, you never know what you're going to get. Well, he's got the controls too. So he's got all kinds. That's true. That's true. 
Which, by the way, you I had I, just so everybody knows, I talked to Pastor Dave Bryan today. In his sermon tonight and tomorrow morning, he's at, he's calling for prayers from the Church of Glad Tidings to pray across and to to pray mm-hmm. for Pete and all the and all those at the border and the convoy. I also talked to Paul Cantrell tonight, and yes. his uh, pastor and one of the pastors at his church is Jenny who leads a regional women's prayer group, very powerful. In fact, it's, it's more than regional. It's gone national. She's going to be getting their group to start praying for the convoy and praying wow. for okay, um, awesome. for Pete Chambers. So tonight is a big deal because mm-hmm. we're really just, we're starting to bring together. We, we have Resistance Nation. We have Bars Nation. And I also know that Pastor Devonese is in tonight, which means we're going to reach into our Black Pastor Network, which we're so excited about. Thank you, Pastor Devonese, mm-hmm. for being here. And we are literally going to be expanding these prayers because this is a time when we show the unity of the body of Christ as they move towards the border and we start to fight those fortresses and strongholds. Leah, you had some great words today. Can you share some of that? Yeah, the you know, I uh, I parouse on Twitter. My Twitter's been Michelle's like, you can keep telling everybody you have two Twitters taken down. Yeah, because it only has like I'm up to like 450. You got 450 followers on your Twitter. I am. I'm rocking it. That's impressive. You know, um, so I I try to feel like I'm making like, you know, excuses or something. Um, But I I paroused Twitter with with those who were um, approved by the regime to be left on Twitter and those who are still or or to be brought back on Twitter. Of those, you have like a Jack Posobiec. And people who don't know what they're talking about. I mean, I, I feel that the one thing that I, I saw after January 6th, and I knew it was going to happen after January 6th, is people were, were, it was designed to get people afraid to meet together. It's called terrorism. Right. You do something that it, that involves violence mm-hmm. to stop someone from doing a thing. You've now terrorized them. They know that when Christians get together, there's a power there, right? Yes. So we all got together in Bards Fest, and we all went home for at least a month in this aura of of power of the the, the anointing, because when two or three are gathered together there in my name, there I am in the midst. And so the one thing that COVID did. And, and January 6th did was be afraid, be very afraid. If you're not going to be afraid of COVID, be afraid of the FBI, be afraid of everybody. Never get together ever again. So Jack Posobiec is telling people it's a trap. Don't go. And, and Charlie Kirk, it's a trap. It's don't go. And our beloved, wonderful Michael Yon has been on Mike Adams and on Alex Jones twice. Mom said telling people it's a trap. Don't go. Um, but Alex is still going. Okay. And, um, what the the Lord spoke to me today was that, you know, we've been crisscrossing the nation. We haven't traveled like in uh, forever. And then suddenly I've been all over the, the, the world. It seems like all over the country. And is Oregon next? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's so. It's important. Yep. Um, but, you know, we, we met Scott in. Um, at Bards Fest at, 1. At Bards Fest 1 in Missouri. Um, we met uh, Robert and Jamie here in Ohio. They're from Texas. Uh, then we went to their home in Texas. Then they end up back at our home. We met Donica in Texas. Then Donica Hudson um, is it in Plymouth with us and and, and all Scott. Those, and, and Scott and then Doc knows Scott and Scott's at, and and Doc and Scott are at at at, at Bard's Fest uh, of this year. Yeah. And now uh, Doc and Donica and Jamie are gonna are, and and Robert are gonna be 
in in texas and they did the 1607 and one of the the word the lord gave me tonight uh i was at a friend's house who made michelle and i some pieces of a pilgrim costume by hand out of linen she's piecing us a costume one uh, by hand piece by piece with uh, with literal like the linen, proper fibers and materials and everything. and everything it's amazing and we were talking about like if the the poop hits the fan how do we make cloth and we were talking about weaving, and I was like, I, that's one thing I really don't want to do. I don't mind making thread. I don't really want to weave because it's so monotonous. I love, I think and the Lord it. said, what you've been doing, uh, what we've all been doing, and I want you guys to be encouraged by this. You guys, we've been weaving cloth. Mm, and that's really good, Leah. We've been doing all this, and it seems monotonous. Are we actually doing something? If you think of a, a loom and how many times it takes to uh, to work that loom to make a piece of cloth, and the Lord said that you are weaving together a piece of cloth Oh, there we are in our pilgrim costumes. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, handmade. We're weaving together cloth to cover the body of Christ. That's good, Leah. And now we're able to see the pieces of cloth. And this year, twenty twenty four, we're seeing that come together. So I don't want you guys to be afraid to go if God has called you to go to Texas or Arizona or California, because this is Donica has a book. It's called Pray America Great, and she talks about praying third heaven prayers. And so what, what that means is we're not down here on the, you know, on earth, the first heaven saying, God, please help us, please help us. No, we're praying down in our heavenly places. We reign as kings and priests looking down saying, this is the will of God. We're what? I'm talking to the dog. Oh, this is the will of God. This is what's going to happen. And so if you're called to go, and I tell you what the convoy is called to do, is they've had enough of this open border and they're going to go move what needs to be moved. It's not. Yeah, Joe, is it Joe Biden's fault? You could say yes. But in reality, these are this is a spiritual battle. And so they're going to go talk to the, to the spirits, the spiritual powers there and claim that territory for Jesus. And they're going to go and, and, and where your feet tread belong to, you know, to the Lord. And they're going to go pray prayers. There's going to be revival. It's going to be anointed. And it's not like any other... Let's let's Thing. break it down to the nitty gritty. Here's the deal, Mr. Kesterson. Yes. This is what you've been doing. This is what people on your show have been, your your audience has been doing. And you said this at the beginning. It's not a rally. And Leah, yeah. you said this. It's a stand. It's a stand. That's what yes. the Bible says. When you've done all to stand, stand therefore, because this is an invasion, and it's not an invasion of illegal aliens. That's not it's what not this a is. Test. What what is happening at the southern southern border? Okay is a, a ruler and a principality that has not been taken down. And the Lord gave me a word on this. It goes all the way back to the Alamo. It did not get flushed out then. And so it needs spiritual warfare. It needs spiritually minded people to go down there. Sorry, guys. And pull down rulers and principalities. And when you do that, when you enter into a territory that has been this, I'm telling you, these principalities have been sitting fat and happy and they have been getting like, I just see this spiritual vision of gorging as more and more illegals come over. They are gorging. Why? Because it's a demonic force. And I'm not saying that the illegal aliens are a demonic force. What is happening is it is pushing these demonic forces into the United States. And every single day, those demonic forces are 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 pouring in and it's time that we stand and we say no enough and we pull down that ruler and that principality and we throw it into the lake of fire and so what robert and jamie are doing what doc pete is doing and that's why pete is so perfectly equipped for this yeah. in this hour is to go down there and stand at the border and literally and i just see it like the matrix just like neo holding his hand up and just saying no yeah no 
And that's what Christians have not been doing. And that's why you're always talking about modern end times theory. We've just allowed this thing to roll us over. We haven't been saying, you know what? No. Tucker Carlson said, where are the men? And Doc's like, we're here. And so when the men are going to make a stand, everybody's like, what are you doing? Okay, there's a difference between a protest and, and a stand. So a protest is when... You are beneath your government and you're trying to get your something's already been taken from you. Yeah. So you're beneath that. You're beneath the I'm just going to say the government. You're beneath the government and you're protesting to get something done by your uppers, by your betters. In Texas, that's their border. They've decided to make a stand. And those are two different things. A stand is when I have my this is my house. Mm -hmm. This is my home. I'm standing. You're not going to take it. Right. What do they okay? call it? The capital. So doctor? let me let me add to that because I think this is a really important position here, and we're doing it for God. And everyone, when we talk about doing it for Texas, and I agree, but I'm going to put God first because when we step mm-hmm. into that place of doing it for God, it becomes a spiritual fight first and right. foremost. And so the biggest thing I think that the message that is not getting out enough is that. We're going down there to speak this into the world, to tear down the principalities in prayer and to use prayer warfare and to be able to also stand on that border and to f- proclaim this for God. And in so doing, create an a, a environment of a revival, which is going to spark something even greater in our nation. The motive in the heart is critical here. And this goes out to everybody going down there. If you're going down there looking for a fight in the flesh, that's not the place to get it. This is a place to go down and look for a fight in the spirit if you're looking for a fight and to do it with a righteous heart and a fire of righteousness in your soul. Because here, then, you're you're approaching this through the proper principalities and direction in which this is. We fight first in the spirit, and then God hand, God's hand leads us in the flesh. And this is truly in the hour that's so critical because there, Pete's even saying it. There is infiltration happening. We know that there's infiltration happening down there, and there's nothing they would love to do more than to create instances where they can point the finger at people and go, look, these are crazy Christian nationals, and we're going to do all of this. That is not a place to be fearful. That's a place to pray against and rebuke. And if you're called to be there, be there mightily. Be there mightily in, the, in God. Be there mightily, fearlessly in your, in your heart, and do so truly with the authorities given to you by Jesus. And in that place, if you're stepping in there first and foremost in that anointing, then everything's going to flow together and God's going to work through this in a mighty way. You know, and you make such a good point because um, speaking of the Alamo, one of my favorite quotes from Davy Crockett is, who was there, by the way, always be sure you're right and then go ahead. When we're looking at um, this kind of battle that's being waged, and if we try to do it in man's power, if we try to do it because we're doing it for Texas or we're doing it for the United States, it's going to fail. It will fail every single time. But when you're doing it in the power of God, you're unstoppable. And that's where we're sitting. So Scott, you said this the other day on the show, you were like, if you're led to go, then go. Right. And, you know, when it comes to like an event like Bards Fest or any event that Leah and I do, we consistently tell you, just go, just go. Now, it's understood if you're led by God to go, then go. But in this specific instance, if you're led by God, go. If you are not, do not. It's that simple. But I am telling you this, this event is led by God. Are there going to be infiltrators? 
100%. What did Pete say if you guys, if you were able to watch the actual full episode <laughs> on Tucker, which you had to pay for? Line on the whole thing. I love it. He is, they so, may. Can I just tell you that I was so proud of Pete. Like, there is so much pressure. The people on the right, Scott, you know it. Yes. They are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> they will literally suck the anointing out of any room. Mm. God will be moving and shaking and somebody will come in and say, that's not God. And then you've got five other people who don't listen to the Holy Spirit say, that's not God. That's not God. Right. And that's what happened. That's what's happening with the Jack Posobiec and a, and, a, and a Charlie Kirk. And there's a guy named James Lindsay. He's got 452,000 followers on Twitter. And he just tweeted out recently. I don't know why these, you know, crazy people uh, are walking into a trap, but it's a trap. And I like with my little Twitter account, I'm like, it can't be that they're walking into a trap unless it was set. Now, does that mean that the Fed and the CIA aren't going to try to infiltrate? Like Doc said at the very end, yeah, they probably will. But they didn't start it. And that's the difference. Okay, yes. It's not like the Fed organized this idea, ooh, let's get all these patriots to do this convoy. No, that's not it. Just because you have a great idea and somebody tries to come and break in on your party, yeah. so you're having a bunch of friends over. Well, don't have friends over. Don't have a party because somebody else might try to crash it. Yeah. So what we're going to pray against tonight is against the, the crashing of the party. This is my idea. You weren't invited. You know, they didn't invite the feds. They didn't invite the CIA. If they come, they're uninvited non-guests, just like the illegals crossing over the border. But you're afraid of the illegals crossing over the border. Now you're afraid of it and you're all afraid. Come on. Stop being afraid. You have to start listening to the Holy Spirit. And yet God's going to ask you to do some things that are maybe slightly dangerous, maybe slightly, you know, you might need his protection in things. You know what? The pilgrims could have said, you know what, bad idea. Don't cross the Atlantic. You could die. And they're like, probably could. <laughs> and and half of them did. Okay? But you have to be led by the Holy Spirit, and you have to do some things led by God. And that's the difference. But guys, you know this, and, and, and I'm calling it out. There are people who went to January 6th, weak men, weak men follow followed into the Capitol. Leah and I did not go to January 6th. Okay. Scott did not go to January 6th. Did I want to be there? Yeah, I did want to be there. Did I want to be there? No, I didn't want to be there. That's why I wasn't there. And God did not lead us to go. That's not to say that God didn't lead people to go to January 6th. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is when you go into something like this, going back to what Davy Crockett said, always be sure you're right and then go ahead. Because here's the deal. There is no safer place to be on the planet than in the will of God. You know what? I'm going to tell you, and, and and this is a lesson. Listen, I understand that, that the January 6th protesters have been wrongfully treated. 100%. Okay? But I guarantee you half the people there saw Trump as a savior mm. and said, don't worry, if Trump's telling us to go there on January 6th, everything will be okay. Instead of asking Holy Spirit. They put their faith in Donald Trump. This convoy is putting their faith in God, saying and 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 not relying on Donald Trump to save them. Yeah, that's not that, and that's the difference between a January sixth and um and 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 guys, I, I got to tell you, a lot of people still have this faith that Donald Trump is going to drain the swamp or Donald Trump is going to do this. If Donald Trump does anything, it's because God helped him do it, mm -hmm. not because he's some sort of God. Even though I did see a tweet that he has a um a gold replica with um like six pounds of gold of an Ark of the Covenant in Mar-a-Lago. Hmm. Are you kidding? Interesting. <laughs> six pounds of gold. Hey, Michelle, lift, lift Leo's mic. 
lift her mic up. Oh. There you go. There you Six go. Pound, oh, looks Six the, pounds of gold. Oh, my gosh. Off of a covenant in Mar-a-Lago. Mar I just saw that. I, 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 don't, I don't think that has anything to do with anything, but I just That's I pretty. just saw that. So let me, let me hit on something because you hit something really important, Leah, and I'm going to read this. It's 2 Corinthians 10.4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, mm, but mighty in you. God for pulling down strongholds. This is really good. And the, the thing that you're hitting on here, and I want to go to the pilgrims, is it's the martyrdom spirit that we really have to talk yeah. about here. When you're walking in the anointing of God and you're walking fearlessly, you know you're taken care of. And it is mm -hmm. truly an important point. The pilgrims had this commitment of going to the, this new land. They knew yeah. the risks. They, they accepted mm -hmm. that risk. They accepted it as part of the process. And yes, right. many died, but it didn't end the mission. In fact, it, it right. just it actually one could argue that it rekindled the fire to make it successful. And it's not yeah. like God looks to sacrifice people, but there is there is a mm -hmm. war going on here. And we have to be very real about this. So when you're stepping into this and you're mm -hmm. stepping into these uh, the authorities that God's calling you to do, walk in fearlessly, knowing that Christ gave you eternal life on the cross. Mm -hmm. That is truly the powers that we walk in, that we've been given the authorities to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to heal the sick and the broken, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, mm -hmm. to do the greater yeah. works, and to do greater Ooh. works than he. Come on. I mean, that's that's red-letter language. So when we walk in like Come that, on. you have nothing to fear, nothing at all. It's Come fantastic. <laughs> there we go. We're on fire tonight. This is good. Woo! All right, Leah. Come I, on. I want you to. I want you to start with the prayer. I want you to start with the prayr. You're, you're on fire today. Okay, awesome. let's do it. God, I thank you that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. I ask you for a spirit of discernment amongst those who are organizing this event. We pray a special prayer over our beloved, dear brother in Christ, and friend, and mentor, and we're now dubbing apostle. Um, I know it's going to freak everybody out. Uh, Doc P. Chambers. I thank you, Father no, God. No, no. What you just mean there, and I'm interrupting your prayer. God gave me the word that Pete Chambers is an apostle. Yes. Literally two nights in prayer. That's well, awesome. Yes. And an apostle is somebody who sets up churches. Uh, an apostle will set up church government and will give instructions on how to continue something. Yeah. And that is exactly what Doc does from place to place to place is he actually has an apostle anointing to be able to set up churches. And what is a church? A church is ecclesia. What is an ecclesia? A governing, a governing body. So he teaches uh, believers how to govern correctly in Come the on. heavenlies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is actually here on earth as well. So father God, <laughs> as right. we explain our prayer, um, I thank you, father God, for the anointing that's on this convoy. Father God, right now, I demand that, that you send a, a spirit of protection right now. I put a demand on the anointing that there will be a spirit of protection. And I release right now, Father God, anointing and, and, the, and joy and peace right now in Jesus' name. And no one will be able to infiltrate this in group the in the name of Jesus. Amen. I speak to any bad actors or any bad spirits. You must go in Jesus' name. You cannot infiltrate this convoy. No demonic spirits can touch them. I pray, Father God, that, that if anybody would have an open door to the enemy, if anybody would would be uh, uh, moved by a CIA asset that they would be uh, led by Holy Spirit to stay home. 
It is wow. not Amen. the numbers. It is the heart of those who are coming. And I pray that you call those who either need Jesus and will receive him there or who are there to give the anointing and salvation message to those around. I thank you for the, the orphanage where this is going to be held, that this, this the orphanage owner is going to be blessed beyond measure, that you are going to financially, physically, spiritually bless her with protection and finances. And she's going to have a contingent of an of, 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 uh, army of men who are going to pretend or are going to protect um, this, uh, the, the, the border right now in Jesus name. And so there will be no more infiltrating and, and no more um, robbing, stealing, raping over this border. Come on, I thank you, Father God, that you do have people who are supposed to be in this country. And I pray, Father God, right now that you put up a wall, a mm. spiritual wall, that you keep bad actors out Come on. and you let those in who are supposed to be here. And Father God, if there are people who are not supposed to be here, that you and the power and the anointing, you send them home. And I pray for the viewers who are listening right now, that they see that it's not that you actually move through people. So when we actually pray that you deport people, that means that that border patrol or ICE is going to round people up and going to send them home. And yes, people yes, will listen amen. to a, a, a listen to the Holy Spirit who will who will send them home that that the migrants who who are here that they will hear a vision from you to go home and fix their country at home. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Father God, that just like uh, Mele is, is, is working on Argentina and Bukle is working on El Salvador, that we pray for a revival, that you make South America great. It may not have been great to make it great again, but you will make it great. And the anointing will spread. And I thank you for all those praying mothers and grandmothers who are praying in the spirit right now, all over Central and South America. And they're saying, bring my husband home, bring my son home, bring my daughter home and let let us build a home here in this beautiful land. And I thank you, Father God, that those who are come across the ocean will go back across the ocean. If you're not supposed to be here, if you are infiltrating here from China, I just rebuke that spirit, the communist spirit that says that you can just come over our border and you can you can take that which is not yours. I just rebuke that right now in Jesus' name. I, I just rebuke any um, infiltration of the CCP right now. I rebuke any uh, Islamic invasion. And I pray, Father God, that right now, if there is anyone here from an Islamic nation with bad intentions that the Holy Spirit gets a hold of them and that they have dreams and visions from the Holy Spirit and Amen. they will get radically saved and 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 this demonic spirit that has put hatred and anger and violence on their heart will just come off of them in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for this so-called faux government that is in place. And I thank you, Lord God, that they have no power. We are going to shed this administration like a snakeskin. And I thank you, Father God, that the snake you are, you shall be shed. The Lord wow. says, I shall I shall remove you and the trueness of the spirit of God is rising up in America. And again, you will be rebirthed. There will be a reboot. There will be a repentance and God is going to burn you in the fire. And every single one of you are going to look at yourself in the mirror and you will see yourself for the sinners that you are for the sin. And I pray Father God that these people will have a come to Jesus moment, that kind of moment that you have only when you're getting ready to meet St. Peter at the gate. And I thank you, Father God, that they are going to see their life flash before their eyes and they will say dear god i do not want to go meet you yet i want to make things right and i thank you father god that you were removing the chains off this nation of perversion wow. of the diabolical money system of the farming system of even the clothing system everything mm. that we do that is that is that is literally entrenched in evil and corporatism and slavery because at the bottom of this mm. at the bottom of this illegal immigration is one little demonic spirit and his name is slave mm, that we good. never rooted out this is the spirit of god is speaking to me 
and I see this giant pyramid inverted. And everything about illegal immigration comes down to one spirit. And the Lord says right now, if you take out that spirit and expose that demonic spirit, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys can see it with me. Can you see a giant pyramid upside down on mm -hmm. one demonic spirit? That's mm -hmm. good, Leah. Very and this good. whole thing, we have it. The Lord says, you have it inverted. Wow. You keep trying to work at the at the bottom of the pyramid and take it out, but you cannot. But if you see it inverted mm. as a giant pyramid, hold just being held up by one demonic spirit, and the Lord says, if you hammer the slavery aspect of, of this, and yes, there's sex trafficking, and yes, there, there's... There, there's all kinds of things with this illegal immigration that is that is horrible. There's terrorism coming in. There's all kinds of things. But the one thing, if you just focus all of your efforts on exposing the, the spirit of slavery, then the pyramid will fall and it will, it will, it will fall upside down. So we just rebuke the spirit of slavery. We rebuke the idea that we can own another man, that we can control another man, that we can, it's not about slavery was never about owning someone. Do you understand? Slavery was about using somebody else's labor for yourself mm. at at a profit for yourself and at the detriment to somebody else. Where you are using somebody else and you know you're using them. And Father God, we just rebuke that spirit of slavery, of thinking that you can own or use another human being to clean, to cook, to build, to shape, to create for you. That is why they're trying to go to AI or machines, because they want to cover up their slavery. That's why they go to mechanisms, because they know it's wrong. Mm. They know it's wrong to ask human beings to do these things for themselves that they should do, to clean their homes, to pick their crops. And Father God, I just rebuke this spirit of this slavery. And right now, what we do is we release entrepreneurship. And if somebody is supposed to be here, mm. if a Mexican is supposed to be here, if an El Salvador is supposed to be here, they're supposed to be a landowner. That's right. They're supposed to be an entrepreneur. Come on. Okay? Anybody who is supposed to be here is supposed to be their own person. And I thank you, Father God, that there will be very few em employees in this nation. We do not need to be a nation of employees. We need to be an, an, a nation of those individual entrepreneurs. Okay. Right now, every single one of you is a child of God with giftings. I don't need anything from you. I will not ever look at another person and say, do something for me. You are less than me. There is no such thing as a human resource. Go no, that's good, Michelle. Good. Very good. Dearly Father, we come before you, and I just thank you for um, Psalm 33:10. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. Hmm. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the mm. nation whose God is the Lord, mm. the people he chose for his inheritance. Mm. I thank you, Father God, that this nation is blessed because you have chosen us for mm. our for your inheritance. And it's not been ever based on the color of skin. It's never been based on uh, where you come from or even your creed, your belief system. It's only been based on if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. I thank you, Father God, that we have become a people that has been humbled. In 2020 and 2021 with the, with the face masks and the forced jabs, we were humbled in the way that a woman is humbled when she is raped. Mm. And we have mm. been humbled 
and we have been brought to our knees as a body of Christ and we are shamed and we came to you and we have sought you and we have stood up and we have pulled off the face masks mm. and we have repented for, for allowing ourselves to be raped because the Bible says, if you mm. cry out when you are raped, <laughs> then you are not responsible. Hey, But if you are silent, then you are. Mm. And people went into this and they were raped and they were silent. silent. For those who were not silent, God does not hold this against you. And mm. for those that have repented, God says, I am hearing you mm. and I am hearing from heaven and mm, I am good. hearing the repentance of a nation that has realized what they have done, mm. that they went along with being forced into mm. doing something that was against their body. Mm. So Lord God, I thank you because we have called and we have repented that you are hearing and you are moving and you are moving in a mighty way. And none of this has happened without your knowing that it would, would happen. Mm -hmm. And just like it is written in the stars, literally the coming of your son, Jesus, his death, his birth, his resurrection, mm the battle with the serpent that would come and, and, and try to kill the child at the woman's uh, feet when it's being born. Mm. Like that was written in the stars. You have known this time. And just like the solar eclipse on April 8th and from 2017 going into 2024, mm -hmm. this whole thing has been written in the stars because you knew, you knew that we would succumb yes. to the pressure and you knew that we would repent mm -hmm. and you are coming and you are bringing your, your uh, black horse that is coming of mm -hmm. justice and I just thank you, Father God, that your people are prepared and they are ready for this harvest of souls that is about to come in, that you have equipped these saints. And what's going to happen at this border is you're going to see a harvest of souls. You're going to see a move of God in such a mighty and bold way that is going to shake the heavens. God says in this moment, in this hour, this is a preparation for April 8th. Mm. He says it's a rumbling. And as these uh, cars and these trucks and all of these people get on a move, mm it's going to move and it's going to shake the earth. Yeah. And every person that has an angelic protection is bringing that protection with mm -hmm. them. And there is an army of heavenly hosts going. Yeah. You don't need weapons. You don't need to bring your guns. Do not bring your guns. Do not bring any kind of weapon other than spiritual weapons and knowing that there are more with us than there are with them. God says, I am already preparing a way because Doc Pete, not only has he been going around and talking uh, to all the proper authorities and all the proper um, people that need to be talked to, and he's been literally uh, tirelessly working on this. He's also been calling on an angelic army mm -hmm. to come. And I thank you, Father God, that every host of heaven that can be spared in this moment, in this hour is headed down to that border. Yes, Lord. Because this is going to be a battle of epic proportions. I thank you, Father God, that there is a line of protection and there is a whole host of heaven surrounded around everyone involved and specifically Doc Pete. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Father God, that every lie that has been raised up against him will be proven false. Mm. That every word and every curse, we curse the curses that have been spoken against Amen. right now in the name of may Jesus. May it go back on the person that ever did. May it go back on the person. May the pit that they have dug for him, may they fall in it. Amen. Leah, can you pull up Psalm 35? I thank you, Father God. Hang on, I'm just seeing something. Wow. God says, I have sent Gabriel, the archangel, and I have assigned him specifically to, to be Doc. with Doc Pete. I have goosebumps. Oh. Yep. Amen. God says, I have assigned my very, oh. I have assigned my special forces mm -hmm. 
all of my, and God says, yes, I have special forces, by the mm -hmm. way, in the angelic hosts, there are special forces. And we mm -hmm. know that because there are archangels. Yeah. Those are God's special forces. Yeah. God has said, God is saying that I am sending that. That's how important this is to me. God says, mm -hmm. because I am sending the best of the best. Mm -hmm. We plead a hedge of protection and we call on your angels are waiting for your body to, to give them commissions. Mm -hmm. And right now, everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice, I want you to be praying and commissioning angelic hosts to surround everyone involved in this. Anybody that's getting in their car that's going to be in this convoy, anybody that's involved in the planning, anything, anybody that's involved in any stage of this is protected. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we speak, we foil any plan of the enemy. Yeah. This will be this will be known <laughs> in the CIA, in the FBI, and in every special whatever those things are called around the world <laughs> as the greatest flop that has ever happened mm. in the history of these non-governing agencies that have been operating in the shadows. They have done things so stealthily and so perfectly. Mm. And this will be known as the greatest fail. Mm -hmm. Lord God, I thank you that you're protecting. Mm. God I says, don't pray for my hand of protection. on some of some people who call who claim to be my people well because there are people that are claiming to be my people and they are not my people and he says do not send any protection to 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 people unless my holy spirit leads you to to pray protection on them mm. specifically because in this hour i'm separating the wheat from the chaff and this is a very delicate operation and if you get too close you could be taken out with it that's why we're saying always be sure you're right and then go ahead mm -hmm. if holy spirit leads you to be there then you must be there because you will be you will be in danger at home if you don't go and god calls you to go but if you go and you are not called to go then you will be in danger because mm -hmm. that's how hot this fire is mm -hmm. god says i'm calling my elite just like with gideon's army wow this is powerful this goes back to Bard's Fest one. Just like Gideon's army, mm -hmm. I am whittling it down to the people that I have called to go. If you are called to go, you must answer the call. Mm -hmm. And if you are not called to go, then you must stay home and you are called to pray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are called to pray this through. Not everyone is called. This goes to the pilgrims. Their first ship sank and they had to leave over half their people. They did. There. Because those people would have messed it up. Father God, I thank you that everybody that's supposed to be there will be there. And anybody that's not supposed to be there will not be there, including any infiltrators. There is a spiritual force field against infiltrators. They will not be able to get in. This is an impenetrable force. Mm. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we speak that out and we pray it out. I can see it. Leah, can you uh, read Psalm 35, please? Yeah, and, and I got a word, um, and this may be for later, but the Lord says, I have been dismantling my standing army. The, mm. the the standing army, not his standing army. That is why you see all the the, the woke in the army. Mm. Uh, and God is remaking the military. Um, and Scott, to your point, um, something uh, you will be um, commissioning um, that in April. Uh, Plead my cause, O Lord, uh, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. That keeps coming on me. Okay, Holy Spirit says um, that 
and I am going to say it here, there's a, the, the, the meeting in April with the Christian military, God is rebuilding a military in America. Um, those who have been true and righteous, he doesn't need a large military. Um, and our nation doesn't need a large standing military. He is taking, um, he's taking those who were in the military through a washing machine and he's washing them in his word so that they will be true soldiers for this nation to protect and do that, that which should have been done and to have greater discernment. Uh, because if everybody had been washed in the power of the anointing, then the soldiers would not have fought in the wars that should not have been fought. And that word discernment kept coming to me earlier before we even got into this. And I know guys, our prayers are in, this is in and out of talking, but we're, this is literal wartime strategy stuff. Discernment. That is the word that is needed in this hour right now. And that's what was not there at January 6th. And so right now, Father God, we speak discernment on every single person there so that if there is a bad actor, they will discern it instantly and they will handle it and it will be handled and it will be taken care of swiftly. So the Lord spoke speaking more and, and, and deeper on the military accountability Come on, uh, wow. that, that, that you were on, Scott. Um, the Lord said that that is... Um, the Lord says to expand the scope of the military accountability, mm. that it wasn't just about COVID. The military accountability goes back to World War One, because if men had been led by Holy Spirit, then there would not have been World War One because men would not have just followed orders. Amen. Because if men listened to Holy Spirit, then they listened to the orders of the Holy Spirit. And there is a um, there is a lie in the military around the world that you give up your rights and who you are to become a soldier. That is completely not true. You see, when you join the military, you do it to protect your family and, 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 and your home and, and community. your community. And you take orders in battle, but they do not own your person. You belong to God. You are a sovereign being. And we do not have a military that owns people's bodies and can and can use people's bodies in a way that is experimenting on them. On. You do not have the ability to inject a soldier with anything. That's right. You do not have the ability. There is a this conscientious objection. There is a, a military... Uh, code that you are not supposed to do something that is immoral or wrong. And we have this idea that our betters and our generals and those high up in the military are God and must listen to God and come and will come to you. And you're not, not supposed to question orders, but your you should oath question is to the constitution. Your oath is to the constitution and you question everything, even yea, the existence of God and come to the conclusion yourself. You do not take anything for granted. And the Lord says, I am making and remaking a military that if somebody tells you to put a gun to an innocent person's head, you will not shoot. And right now we have had men who have been taking orders and have putting guns to innocent people's heads and just shooting them. And the Lord says that you are going to have to go to God for the rightness of your actions, because as we are a nation, one nation and a, a government of the people, by the people, for the people, we are a military of the people, by the people, for the people. Come on, let's go. Do you understand that your military uh, uh, commanders are accountable of the people, by the people, for the people. For too long, we've had this idea that the military knows better than the people. Let me I will tell you, no, that's CIA junk. You do what the people tell you to do. It's as if we have a community of people. OK, I got a thousand people in my neighborhood. We got a gangs coming in. We as people come together and decide what we're going to do to take care of those gangs. And then we do it. 
We don't have five or six people that tell the people how we're going to take care of things. Mm -hmm. Our government and our military has to be reversed. And you have to look those generals and look those colonels and look everybody in the eye and say, no, we are one. We are a government of the people, by the people, for the people. And we have now had a, we have had a whole other branch of government, and that's the military. And they run right, run, they just run yeah, right over our, the, where, where do you think all that money for Raytheon goes? And this is spiritual stuff. This is spiritual stuff because this is called accountability. Because we as citizens, we're accountable for our military. We don't get to say the military's gone rogue. We don't get to say the military did this. We don't get to say Lockheed Martin did this. We did this because we didn't hold them accountable. And the one thing that the convoy is doing is they're making a stand and they're saying, you know what? I am accountable. You know what the Texas National Guard is doing? Say, I'm going to be accountable. The Border Patrol is said today that they are standing with the Texas National Guard Come on. and they are going to be accountable. They're taking a stand. Um, I didn't know. Did you want me to read this? Now? Let's let Scott in. We can read okay. that later. Yeah, so I'm. Let's I'm, let Scott into this, the show. <laughs> you guys are Sorry, doing good. Well, welcome to flowing. your show, Scott Kesterson. So well, thank you so much. No, this is awesome. So, look, we have this is an important piece here, uh, and this is um, this comes from Habakkuk eight and eight or two eight ten, and literally this is the Lord speaking. And it's just right there. It's right in text. Because you have looted many nations. All yeah. people who are left with, will loot you because of all you. human bloodshed and for the violence done to the land, to the city and all its inhabitants. Woe, mm. judgment is coming to him who obtains wicked gain for his house and mm. thinks by so doing to set his nest high that he may be rescued from the hand of evil. You have devised a shameful thing for your house by cutting off and putting an end to many peoples. So you are sinning against your own life and forfeiting it. That's the word Lord is putting on it right now. It's like all those that are standing against this nation, all those who have stood against our, our soldiers, you're, you have forfeited your life. You either now repent or it is over. This is a time and a judgment that is now upon us in a most mass, mm. massive way. If you're being called right now to go to the border, go. Fear not, for you're there. But it's truly important that we embrace that this is rooted in Philippians 1, 27 to 30. Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I will hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, in no way alarmed by your opponents, which is a sign of destruction for them, but salvation for you and that too from God. For to you it has been granted for Christ's sake, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer his sake, experiencing the same conflict which you saw in me and now here to be in me. This is a time now truly to stand within the authorities and anointings Christ has given us. It is that time. Stand tall. Stand strong. Speak from the wall. It is literally, if we do not speak out this into the wall, the blood is on our hands. We are the watchers. We are the callers. We are the ones building the wall. One brick in one hand, a sword in another. And that sword is the sword of the Spirit. It is a mighty time for us to come and line on that wall with Pete and all the others that are down there to yes. make our voices known. This is, a, this is a stand and this is a revival. It's the heart of the nation, a revival. This is time to go down there and for the nation, bow and pray and ask for repentance and mercy upon this nation as we now and then rise to our feet and declare that we are the children of the Most High. That in this hour we speak out and we say, the earth has been shaking and quaking for the rise of the children of God. It is this hour. We are here. So speak that. Stand in and speak mightily into the world. Raise your hands and declare that this is our nation, that all evil yeah. will be rebuked. And in so doing, shake the strongholds and speak to the principalities of that region. Speak and Woo! shake and tear down that principalities and raise up God's children. Raise up all that God wants in this hour. 
call upon God to set in a new government, a new governor, a new regent in the spiritual realm upon that. And that governor or regent is, here it is, Pete Chambers, you're being called. You're being called in this hour to stand into this place. And whether that's permanent or temporary, you are now the anointed one to lead Texas into this new realm. This is you, Pete, the Green Beret, the true colonel of this hour, the man who began on the border with a man, a dog, and a horse. You have truly (laughs) been of this hour. And Michelle spoke this word the other day, and it's a mighty one to reclaim because, Pete, you're leading a nation back to horses. You're leading a nation back to the men of horses. You're literally in this hour as a special forces, the horse riders of the legend of the, of the special <laughs> forces. You are now there to speak and lead a nation up and to use this hour with all these people coming, all the concern and love that you have poured into your heart to keep them safe. They're now looking to you for you are the man of the hour to make sure that all this comes together. God has given you the protection that you need and you can stand strong and know that you can walk fearlessly, that nothing will strike you and that a nation now is awakening with prayers and mightiness in the swords of the spirit that we wage war with you in the, in the spiritual realms. We are tearing down principalities, destroying fortresses, and the evil now is shaking and quaking because the strings that tie and bind are being severed and people are being set free. So as you come to the border, pray into each other. This is an hour which we are not being separated by the demonic divisions. See each other in your heart. Pray into each other. Welcome those that are here. As difficult as this is, separate yourself for a moment to realize that the people that are here, we're not going to just send them home. There's too many. We have to bring them to Christ. We have to pray into them the glory of what this nation is. Give them the the anointing to understand and the desire, the passion to stand with us because this is where we rip from the evil what they thought they had in control and we show them a new way. We show them a walk and a path ahead that they'll join us in arms, arm to arm. We bridge across religions. We bridge across our faith. We stand united as one nation under God and this is the hour to do it. Everybody coming down here needs to be keeping in mind that we are conducting ourselves again as Christ would conduct himself. Be mighty and be, be be mindful in all that you do. Remember, we speak words of life and death, so speak life. For this is truly the hour of the, of the war between the spirit of death and the spirit of life. And we speak life. We speak life into all those there. And for all those in the agencies that are in, infiltrating, we rebuke you, we bind you, and we tell you that, no, you not cannot enter this. For God, we declare yes. that anybody coming to do evil, their hearts will be turned and they will see Jesus. And we pray for an anointing experience of all those that attend, a witnessing of our King, to be able to experience him before them, to hear and feel the glory of Christ speaking the words, I forgive you. And let that, those words echo within their hearts to melt them and to bring them to their knees, to see the evil weep at the knees of Jesus and to pray for forgiveness and repentance for we'll be there as a people. We will put our hands upon you. We will raise you up. We will bring you home into our fold. But those that stand against us, be known. You are forfeiting your life, for this is the time that now God's wrath is coming upon this land. This is the beginning of a massive wave. It won't be sudden and abrupt. It's a beginning of a steady accounting, a steady anointing of those that love him and those that rebuke him, you shall pay. Because this is not an hour for you to think that you can stand against the one the one whose children have suffered, the one who is now awakened and saying, this enough is enough. His heart has weeped for all those that have been suffered under him, under his time. Watching them trying to follow him as an evil has taken hold of this land and exploited innocence and exploited sometimes naivety. 
but that's not, there's no justice other than God's justice can fix this. And God's, God's justice is now coming upon this land. He's shaking the very root. He's going to the root of the destruction of the family. He's going to the root mm-hmm. of the destruction of the innocence of the children that have unnamed, that have been aborted to all of those places where the children have been mutilated in the name of Baal and Moloch. Those temples will fall and those that worship him, they will fall with it. You are now given a choice and a time and a call out is now repent repent in this hour or you shall suffer the consequences of your choice to turn away from the one god the true god and the god of hosts the god of wrath in christ jesus name amen mr kesterson (laughs) spitting scriptures that was really good that was there was a lot of scripture in that um i don't even know if you know how much scripture was in that or if it was just flowing but there was i'm just following holy spirit i'm just following holy spirit tonight uh, Spayrod um, on Bards FM Rebel says, Psalm 139.16. Your eyes have seen me. Oh, let me back this up. This is for Doc Pete. I want um, 15 and 16. My frame was not hidden from you when mm-hmm. I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed uh, substance. And in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me when as yet there was not one of them. That's a really good scripture. Mm-hmm. Um I can't amen what you just prayed out enough. Mm, like powerful. that was a prophetic prayer. It was. Um, that that Scott just prayed out. I'm going to confirm that word. Um, guys, what I, what I keep getting, and we've been talking about this. Scott, you've been talking about it. We've been talking about it together. 2024 is going to be year, a year unlike anything we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. We're not even at the end of January. And I'm here to tell you <laughs> that this is the thing. What did I say on the, that? I prophesied out. I said one thing every month. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. It's going to happen. Something huge is going to happen every single month throughout, throughout things that, that are unprecedented. We need to be ready for these things. This is that thing. This is January's right now. I'm telling you. I'm 100% telling you. I, the, here's the Lord. The Lord just spoke to me. This is the redeeming of January 6th. Wow. We have to redeem Come it. On. We have to get back the, the fact good. that, you know, we had half a million, a million patriots who were unafraid to go to Washington, D.C. And that's a scary place to okay, go. Okay, so I recognize that Washington, D.C. is a corporation, but we need to get that part of our nation back anyways. Mm-hmm. You don't get to say, well, Washington, D.C. is a no-go zone for Christians or patriots. Okay, we don't, we cannot live in fear of uh, of assembling together. We have, we have an, a First Amendment right of a freedom of assembly. Yeah. And if you give that right over, you give it over. Mm-hmm. And the only way you give it back when they try to take something in the spirit realm is through the spirit realm. And so, yeah, if you've got pornography in your life, if you've got sin in your life, you're going to lose all of your rights. That's the whole point, because your rights are given to you by God. But you forfeit your rights when you start playing batting for the other team. That's good. Right. So, yeah. No, this this honestly, I, Pete's going to have to watch this thing because there's been a lot of words here for him tonight but um the lord gave me a word that he is called to govern the state of texas he's not already called he's not called he's already doing it and we need to understand that the seats these government seats we don't see them this way but we must start seeing them this way they are held in a spiritual realm and they are either held by a force of darkness or they are held by a force of light. Mm-hmm. Right here in Ohio, Pastor Neil Peterson ran for governor and they wouldn't let him have his signatures. Mm-hmm. He is governing here in Ohio as a pastor, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't know that. We've prophesied that. He is. Doc Pete is governing in the state of Texas. 
Okay. And what God has shown us is that there isn't just one governor in mm -hmm. each state. Mm -hmm. All right. Spiritually speaking, there are multiple people that sit on these in these heavenly places. And so I can guarantee you that, that Pete's not alone, but he's been alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is where it's time for the men to step up and to stand up to stand. and say, we will take a stand and they're doing it. And so, so we've, guys on the, on the back end of this, there have been a lot of discussions about this specific event mm -hmm. by Scott, by Leah and myself, by so many different people. A lot of people have been talking about this since it came to being and not just talking about it. That that trivializes it. We've been praying into this, trying to seek is this Holy Spirit, because we all have in our minds January 6th. Mm -hmm. You would be. Uh, very remiss in your duty as an American mm -hmm. citizen and a Christian to not go into prayer mm -hmm. for this because it has become so significant. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that missed our interview that we did with Banners for Freedom about this, I'm going to give you the facts. A man named Mark Anthony was on a podcast and he spoke out the word convoy. Mm -hmm. Then he calls his friend Kim Yater of Take Your Power Back and says, I think we need to do a convoy. Mm -hmm. They both said, yes, this is Holy Spirit. Then they called Robert Ag. This was going to be, I I believe, a very small yes. event. <laughs> yeah. Not a big deal. Okay. Mm -hmm. This was weeks ago. Yeah. Far before the Supreme Court's decision mm -hmm. uh, for Texas. Mm -hmm. Long before Governor Ab Abbott's letter. Mm -hmm. Okay. This was a planned event. I was mm -hmm. sent the flyer mm -hmm. like two weeks ago. Right. And now all eyes are looking to this event that it's like a convergence that God on, on Scott said this at the start of tonight's show, it can only have been God. Right. Right. right? The timing is too, there's, the there's timing is too, too much. many pieces. Hey, we, there's something here. It's just a word as you're speaking. And it's this Pete has a, a group around him, which is the basically his a team around him. And as he said the other day, very boldly, you'll never know their names. And I know That's why, good. because these are what we call tier one operators. They're some of the best of the best. But as you're speaking, they are the physical, the fleshly representatives of God's anointed that are putting around to protect Pete. So we need to pray into them and we need to do that. So we're going to do that. So Father God, I just want to pray for those that are around Pete, those tier one operators that have no name. They are in the shadows. They are truly in the shadows. Not only in the shadows, they're in the shadows all the time. We just pray for their anointing to be truly of God as they walk, to hear the voice of Holy Spirit, to lead their hand in all they do. For these are truly Joshua's men. They are the ones that will enter Jericho. These are the ones that will wield the spirit, the sword and the sword of the spirit both. So we pray for them, Father. We raise them up, Father. We pray the Holy Spirit into their heart. We pray all that they need for the strength, the anointings, the armor to continue forward and truly be men of God in the warrior class in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God spoke to me and said, they have a name. They're the Eagles and the Falcons. Oh, very good. That's what he said. Very good. Oh, good. Sorry. I can mute the dogs. What's that? You mute it? I said I can mute the dogs. They're getting a little... Oh, loud. I can't even hear. Those mics cut everything. Okay, out. all right, good. Well, these mics are amazing. Look at these amazing mics. They just, they're twinsies. And that's I wonder how we got these mics. Maybe Scott Kesterson gave Leah and I a very significant Christmas present this year. They look awesome. They sound great, too. It's fantastic. They do sound great. Thank you, Scott Kesterson. Um, I want to finish, if I can, yeah. um, reading this psalm before we sign off for tonight. Um Psalm 35, this is uh, a, the psalm that was prayed at the First Continental Congress, which is a really significant psalm to be prayed because what it did is it um, it was saying, you know what, 
God is going to destroy our enemies. And that's, and the, the enemy at that time would have been England, right? Um, we are not praying imprecatory prayers. What's an imprecatory prayer? You see a lot of them in the Psalms. David prays them a lot. And essentially it's God destroy our enemies. Okay. Because we as Christians are all the turn your other cheek, yada, yada, yada. Here's the deal. If you, you're taking that out of context because God loves justice. And if you turn your other the other cheek and allow your enemy to continue to sex traffic children, you have now become your enemy. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we have to pray for the destruction of our enemies, and we're not doing that mm -hmm. as the body of Christ. Just get them saved, Lord. Uh, so it says... Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take a hold of my sh of shield and buckler and rise for my help. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers. Hang on, what? We're allowed to pray that God draws a spear and a javelin against our pursuers. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be put to shame and dishonor who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and disappointed who devise evil against me. This is any infiltrators that would go down there at the border. Let them be like chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord drive chase. them away and chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery. That, that means you're going to fall. And um, the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause, they have hid their net for me. Without cause, they have dug a pit for my life. Let destruction come upon them unawares or when they don't know it. Let the net that he has hid for me ensnare him and let him fall into it to his destruction. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord, exulting in his salvation. All of my bo bones shall say, oh Lord, who is like you? Delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him. So many times we're looking at like January 6th or everybody keeps saying we can't win our elections anymore. They're too big. They're too strong. Well, this Psalm right here is David is praying against that. Um, the poor and the needy from him who robs him. Malicious witnesses rise up. This is what they've been doing to Doc Pete in the last 24 hours. And they ask me of things that I don't know, and they repay me evil for good, and my soul is bereft. But I, when they were sick, I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. I prayed with my head bowed on my chest. I went about as though I was grieved for my friend or my brother and as one who laments his mother, and I bowed down in mourning. But at my stumbling, they rejoiced and gathered. They gathered together against me, wretches whom I did not know, tore at me without ceasing. Like profane mockers at a feast, they gnash at me with their teeth. How long, O Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their destruction, my precious life from the lions. I will thank you in the great congregation, in the mighty throng, I will praise you. Let not those who rejoice over me, who are wrongfully my foes, and let them not wink with the eye who hate me without the ca a cause. For they do not speak peace, but against those who are quiet in the land, they devise words of deceit. They open wide their mouths against me and they say, aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. We see what you're doing, Doc mm -hmm. Pete. We are, they're lying. They, they, they do these lies. You have seen me, O Lord. Do not be silent. Do not be far from me. Awake and rouse yourself for my vindication, for my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and let not them rejoice over me. Let not them say in their hearts, aha, our hearts desire. Let them not say, we have swallowed him up. 
Let them be put to shame and disappointed altogether who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves against me. Let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy and be glad and say, great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. Then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and your praise all day long. Mm -hmm. If they prayed that at the first continental Congress, which is essentially God take out our enemies and we want you to be glorified when we are victorious then those are the types of prayer that we need to be prayers that we need to be praying against our enemies and the reason why it seems like they're winning is because we're praying for them to stop but we're not praying for them to be destroyed i'm going to read psalm 143 and this right in line with what you're praying hear my prayer o lord listen to my supplications answer me in your faithfulness and in your righteousness and do not enter into judgment with your servant for in your sight, no man living is righteous or justified. For the enemy, he persecuted me. For he has crushed my life down to the ground. He has made me dwell in dark places like those who have been long dead. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed and weak within me. My heart grows numb within me. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. I ponder the work of your hands. I reach out my hands to you. My throat th thirsts for you as parched land thirsts water. Selah. Answer me quickly, O Lord, my spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, or I will become like those who go down into this pit. Let me hear your loving kindness in the morning, for I trust in you. Teach me the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. Rescue me, O Lord, from my enemies. I take refuge in you. Teach me to do your will, so that I may please you, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. Save my life, O Lord, for your name's sake. In your righteousness, bring my life out of trouble. In your loving kindness, silence and destroy my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my life, for I am your servant. Amen. Oh, amen. I want to go back to these, and you can tell them I said this, that God said this, these eagles and falcons, these people that you wanted us to pray for that, that are surrounding Doc. I want to lift them up in prayer myself. Dearly Father, I just thank you for these men that are around Pete, mm. that are physically put in place. I just thank you that you are sending angels uh, to 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 be stand-ins with them. Mm. Everywhere they go, they are sent with, with an angelic uh, force and a host. And I thank you, Father God, that they're going to, wow, that they're going to be able to communicate with these angels, that they're going to be able to converse in the heavenlies, and they will be able to work together as a special unit, just as if um, the, the, oh, wow, <laughs> as if these men had become angels. Wow. wow I good. thank you, Father God, that they are given these. That's why, they, that's why they're the eagles and the falcons, because God's giving them wings. I thank you, Father God, that they can fly like angels in the spirit realm. I thank you that they are taking, they are being taken and they are being leveled up, and they are going to be mm. trained to fight the way that angels fight. Wow, that's mm. so powerful. So Father God, I just thank you for these men. I thank you that they are covered, that their families are covered and that their names are covered and that they are protected and that they are not exposed and that you are um, you are literally leading them. You're going before them and behind them and beside them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. You know, um, so we're going to have a lady on our show. Her name is Audrey Warner. And Scott's going to have her on his show. And she is in Texas. Mm -hmm. And she told me on the phone um, that the Texas, and I'm going to get this wrong, I believe it was the Texas legislature, 
at some point they in, somewhere in the Texas government they played this um documentary called um Sex Nation and they did it on the anniversary I believe of Texas allowing or changing their um the, their their moral the, the the from common law to the to the model penal code. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of you are having uh, some trouble following uh, Scott's journey um, when he's talking about uh, the sexual purity and and you know getting off of pornography and restoring our nation. You see, it's only a moral nation that God can bless. And she tells me this story. Of a of one of the men who stood in in the halls of the the Texas legislature, and and prayed a third heaven prayer, mm. and she said, "I'm not Pentecostal," <laughs> but he tells me this story on how he battled this demon, and she goes, "I could see it." Wow! And she and he like overthrew a principality in power. Let's go. Mm. And so she she messages me today, and she says. I would like to send you a few facts about the amazing things God has been doing in Texas. This is the land of the Alamo, and that spirit is still present, victory or death. That's the same word that I got. That's literally the same word that I got, that the spirit from the Alamo is still there. The foundation of the Texas government was God-centered. We have 151 state representatives because there are 151 Psalms. And 31 state senators because there are 31 Proverbs. The Rovers, I goosebumps from the top of my head, the bottom of my feet, my hands even. Uh, the Roe versus Wade case and the Lawrence versus Texas case originated in Texas. Wow. That means the legalization of abortion and sodomy originated in Texas. The culture of death began our, in our law in Texas. Coincidence? In 2019, I testified between, before the Criminal Jurisprudence Committee for House Bill 3135, which would take away the obscenity exemption law based on Kinsey which made that they could show pornography images to children because it's education. Before I testified, an older, wiser woman who has a prophetic ministry said that what I would do in the future, God would use to start something in Texas that would spread across the land. Since Texas was the first state to challenge uh, the uh, the obscenity, the OE law, I think it's the mm-hmm. obscenity exemption law, I thought that that's what she meant. But seeing what is happening now, that wasn't it. May 16, 2023, here it is, was the 50-year anniversary of when Texas threw out God's common law and brought in the Kinsey model-based model penal code. We learned it was done in the old Supreme Court room in the Texas Capitol building and that one of the state representatives in that room uh, do, do, that, do the deed was State Representative Sarah Wellington, the lawyer for Roe versus Wade. No, so the right. lawyer for Roe versus Wade was a state representative of Texas. I knew we needed to have a prayer meeting in that room that day, so May 16, 2023, for a reversal and quickly put together an event. God orchestrated the entire event. There were three speakers, Yako Buins, the, the fights, uh, you may have heard of him, uh, Yako, Jocko Yako, the fight sex trafficking, Pastor Brandon Burden, author of a new book, Daniel Nation, at the end of the talks, prayer warriors started to blow the shofar in that room and declares God's law would be restored in America and that it would begin in Texas. Some were anointing the Supreme Court bench with oil and they were praying. <laughs> Not they get permission to do that. 
So Pastor Brandon announced that uh, snakes were coming out from underneath the bench and they prayed that God would expose all the snakes in that building so it could be dealt with. May 27th, 2023, the snakes were exposed. Texas in, Texas learned we had a uniparty when the Republican-led House voted to impeach our Attorney General Ken Paxton, who has sued the Biden administration, is fighting the cartels, fighting child sex trafficking, suing Big Pharma for vaccine industries, and is at the forefront of this battle at the Texas border. True Texas Republicans are now challenging every Republican in the House. This is very important. There are... Uh, primaries are open season it's like the wild west right now in texas because they are gunning for every seat like i've never seen in any state every uh every republican in the house that voted to impeach ken paxton is under a primary okay right now governor abbott is backing the incumbents and paxton is backing the challengers there is a battle at the border but also in our state government as well we are so thrilled that God is orchestrating these amazing events and that Texas, as well as the rest of the nation, are waking up. God bless you and all you're doing for the Red Pill Americans. So what the reason I brought this up, and I'm so glad Audrey sent this, is because um, what we do in the spirit has physical manifestations. So I believe that these snakes were coming out from the Capitol building. In May of last in, year. In May of, tw of, uh, uh, May of 20, uh, 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 May 16th. last year. May 16th. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then May... 27th the state um the, the the house of uh the the speaker of the house voted to brought up impeach articles impeachment of ken paskin so the snakes were exposed that's right candace keller did this had a dream in ohio of a double-headed snake coming after her and that she cut the heads off we had three of the last four of our speaker of the houses uh had to resign because of corruption and two of them specifically came for her and she cut their heads off of the spirit. So these snakes and and Scott, this is why you have been doing demonic deliverance on people mm -hmm. because now you're going to do demonic deliverance on state capitals. I'm game on. I'm ready. I like that. That's good word. I'm ready. Step, pull out the snakes. Uh, step on snakes and scorpions. And that's what we're doing. And that's why I'm telling you, when it comes to and and all these pieces, they crisscross and they weave together. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about Kinsey and the sexual purification. You're not going to fix the border until you fix what happened 50 years ago by getting Kinsey. We're trying to get back to common law. That's right. But ain't nobody know what the model penal code is to get back from to, to, to common law. If you don't know how the, the government was changed and the laws were changed, you're not going to be able to fix them. You just are spouting off a bunch of junk about common law. I want to go back to common law. Well, you don't even know what it is. You have no idea what it is. 52 laws that protected women and children were in place, common law. And then Alfred Kinsey went from state to state to state to state, starting in Texas, to overthrow common law. And I hear, I've heard people say, and Scott, maybe you can talk about this, that ship has sailed. Sodomy laws have sailed. Um, Roe versus Wade sailed. Birth control laws sailed. All those ships have sailed. We have to get back to the root. And this is the whole thing is it comes back to the accountability within our homes. And I mean, people don't like this, but only from the bedroom outward is where it is. Because what I think is very difficult to appreciate and is once we start to, to work within the tools that the demonic is working, you can have the most holy house ever. But it's about we have to start shutting down the portals of access that happen in our homes. 
And this yeah. is all through the practices and things that we do. And when we seal those portals, we're now protecting our home like we're putting on the armor in ourselves. We're protecting our home. When we look at doing demonic in, in deliverance, or just doing deliverance, much of what we're doing there is it's there is the aspect of casting out demons. But when we get to deliverance and inner healing, we're trying to find those access points where demonic influences can enter. This is our temple. So we're trying to seal that and heal it. And in, in that place where that's the same we have to be doing with our home. That's one of the principles of like setting up a bloodline around a house and, and proclaiming it in the name of Jesus and continuing to reinforce ourselves and our lives in a way that we're getting back to the purity that we can literally be near the throne. We can't have, God cannot have sin near him. And that's, I mean, it's a simple place of looking at that. If we, God can't have sin near him, how are you going to get close to him? And that's why I go back to that amazing statement when Jesus makes with the adulteress and, and in between those and the accusers, where are your accusers? She said, they are not present, my Lord. Go and sin no more. Amazing statement, which means we have the capacity to walk within the body of Christ in a sinless way if we choose and if we seek. And that comes through the repentance. It comes through the purity of heart. It gets through all the corrupted practices that we have to expel ourselves from, clean our house from the very root outward. So... So I'm 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 smiling here because our uh, b- beloved teenagers Leah and Abigail, um, who you guys have seen so, on the so Zoom Leah call and her mom Kim weeks. Leah is 15 years old and, and that's from told, Abigail I know but I'm sorry Leah said to a friend of her said you were you were on a Zoom call prayer for five and a half hours and that must have been so boring she goes no I was riveted I was I was it went by so fast I didn't want to leave okay 15 years old so Abigail's watching right now. And she says, I am declaring Isaiah, and she's 16, Isaiah 31 over America, that the Lord will deliver the destitute lands. He will bring the hearts of his children back to him and that those who have weep shall weep no more for his reward. He will reward their work and he sees the cries of his children. Lord, let our nation find that beautiful place once again. Let us become like the eagles and falcons, like Michelle said on the podcast, that the work of those who have strained continuously, this is Holy Spirit because 16 year olds don't talk like this. Uh, continuously will be rewarded and that the heart of our nation would once again find unity with you in your powerful mighty name. Just cracked open my Bible and I felt the Lord revealing to me that these ancient words spoken by the prophets long ago still remain alive and active. And there is great power when we speak this word out and we declare it over our country. I can see already the hearts of those coming back home and the beauty of his judgment being displayed. So, Father, let it be. And I love this because she sent a picture of her um, 16-year-old um, Bible highlights here. Literally in Isaiah 31. Listen, that's the kind of show you guys are at. You don't just come and sit here and just listen. We want you to open up your Bibles to be actively getting words. What is God speaking to you? Oh, well, if I get a word, I don't have the ability to text you guys so you can read it on air. Abigail didn't get that word for it to be read on air. She got it because she was going to speak it into the air. And when you speak it out, it goes and it happens. And I said this last week, the prophets are not designed to just predict the future. A prophetic word is designed to be spoken out and go out and accomplish it. Mm. It says that the God's word goes out and it accomplishes what it is set forth to go and do. That is why you guys get these words. That's why we want you guys to be, and I wanna challenge every single person that listens to Bards FM twice a day. Mm. You had better be listening to every show with a pad of paper and a Bible Mm. and be getting words from the Lord. 
and writing them down and speaking them out and praying these things out. It's you're not just listening to Scott for entertainment. Even though he's very entertaining and he's James Earl Jones voice that everybody just wants to listen to. And they may not even be listening to a daggum word you're saying. They just want the cathartic um, ASMR tone of your voice, whatever. Fine. And don't let a 16-year-old show you up with uh, by being able to read her Bible and know it more than you. Oh, come on. Oh, that's a good word. That's a good word right there. Absolutely. This is scripture time. Literally. I mean, this is FM. And I told you, I've told this story so many times. Bards of War. Changed the name to Bards FM. I literally, when I changed it, I was like praying on my knees. God, did I do the right thing? Because it just mm-hmm. was like such a shift, huge change. And mm-hmm. people were like, I don't like it. I don't like it. And then God gives me the word, field manual, field manual. And it's like, that is what, this is what this is, field manual. This is our field mm-hmm. manual for war. And you know, it's interesting, you listen to all the different scriptures that have been read tonight. They all vector in on the spirit and the war of the spirit that we're waging. These are, these are, this is a warring God at the end of the day. He's a loving God, but this is a God of war. And this is a God that's waging war and has given us the tools to wage war against enemy strongholds, to destroy fortresses, to tear that down. We need, what was the spirit of Alamo, Michelle? It was a spirit. So, uh, two words. She was saying that the spirit of Alamo, which is making a stand. Victory mm-hmm. or death. Victory or death is still there. The word that I got, which is very, very interesting it's, it's similar, but the other side of that coin, that the principality and the ruler from the from Alamo was never fully defeated. So we have two things going here. We've got the spirit of God from the Alamo that has not been defeated, but we also have this ruler and the principality from the Alamo that I truly believe that God is speaking is going to be destroyed through this convoy. Okay, so this is the whole convoy is doing down there. Yeah, I, I'm just getting this as you're going, and this is very clear. He's not that strong. We just on, need to, let's, we, go. let's tear it down. All right. We're going to lead. Let's go. We're yeah. going to tear Dearly it down. Father, thank you so much <laughs> that you said that we have been given power over all the power of the enemy. Mm. Nothing shall by any means harm us. So we speak to this ruler and principality right now from the Alamo that literally snuck through, huh. that literally snuck through. Just like Leah said, it's there's this spirit of slavery that snuck through. It didn't get fully rooted out. And there's a spirit of the Alamo that didn't get fully rooted out. Mm -hmm. And it's not that strong, but like an upside down pyramid, it can grow like a cancer. But it, but the root is very, very, it can be a giant plant. You ever seen one of those giant weeds and it's so, so huge. You're like, wow, that's the biggest weed. And then literally go to pull it out. It takes like, literally you just pull it out. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fluff, but not a lot of root. Mm -hmm. So father God, I just thank you that this, this, this ruler and principality down at the Alamo is rooted out right now in the name of Jesus. And a whole host of people right. and angels are going to pull it out. And it's going to be so easy because yeah. the soil is soft because God's rains have been raining and it's been raining and it's been raining and it's been raining. And now it's time to easily pluck this weed, this weed out mm-hmm. and throw it into the lake of fire. So we thank you, Father God. And we speak to this ruler. We laugh at you. Mm. God laughs at you. Mm. And we you've been laughing at us. And now we laugh at you because Amen. now we see you. Because yeah. the only way that you've been able to stay is by being hidden. Mm. And now you've been exposed and you've been exposed to the sun and you have been pulled out and you will dry up in the name of Jesus. Yes. And you have the word here. It's really interesting is that we've been making too big a deal out of this because we haven't been realizing who we are. We have mm-hmm. the authorities to uproot these. Just ask Amen. God. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. So Father God, we're just asking you right now for the anointing, the authorities, and we declare it in the name of Jesus that this evil spirit that's left behind from the Alamo, this principality is dethroned mm-hmm. right now dethroned. Yeah. And right now we know who, who can step into that. 
And he, you know who, who will step into that. And we're replacing yes. that, that spirit with one who's anointed in this hour to step in and to be the ruler, the regent mm-hmm. of the area. Pete Chambers. Pete Chambers. Pa- Father, we're praying Pete Chambers into that space. He, t- he assumes the throne of that place, that, that principality of the region. And he becomes the regent in the spiritual realm of that place to oversee, mm-hmm. to control. He now has total authority over the demonic realm. And wow, that is now word yeah. spoken to all of those infiltrators. Your yeah. master has been dethroned. And so wow. hear that tremble in your heart. Feel that shake Come in on. your heart. You now should have, there will be fear and trepidation in the hearts of the enemy. Just like, just like when Gideon blew the horns. Now you know what happens when, you're, when your master's dethroned. You're going to be fearful. So this is another word here that those going to the border, blow the shofars, blow the shofars, break the pots of light, speak that and blow that across the border for you're going to shake out the enemy. You'll send them in disarray. You'll turn the enemy upon itself and they will start to destroy themselves. This is a, this is a Gideon moment. So blow Mm -hmm. the shofars, blow the shofars loud and strong, call upon the heavenlies to come down and join you. And Father, we pray that the war angels will join them and wage war at the call of your your people, the call of Mm -hmm. your children, to wage war against the demonic. As we destroy the controls and the fortresses of the demonic, we're literally changing the entire nature of the battle in the flesh. Mm -hmm. So Father, we pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow, that's really powerful. So Abigail, it was actually um, Jeremiah 31. And I just want to read a little bit of that. Um, This is what the Lord says. The people who survive the sword will find favor in the wilderness. I will come and give rest to Israel. The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with an unfailing kindness. I will build you up again, O virgin Israel, will be rebuilt. Again, you will take up timbrels and you will go out and dance and be joyful. Again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria and farmers will plant them and enjoy their fruit. There will be a day when watchmen will cry out on the hills of Ephraim. Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. This is what the Lord says. Sing with joy, O Jacob. Shout for the foremost of the nations. Make your praises heard and say, Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I will bring them from the land of the north and gather them from the ends of the earth. And among them will be the blind and the lame, expectant mothers and women in labor. A great throng will will return. They will come weeping and they will pray as I bring them back. I will lead them beside streams of water on a level path there where they will not stumble because I am Israel's father and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, you nations, and proclaim it in the distant coastlands. He who scattered Israel will gather them. And will watch over his flock like a shepherd, for the Lord will deliver Jacob and redeem them from the hand of those who are stronger than them. They will come and shout for joy in the heights of Zion. They will rejoice in the bounty of the Lord, in the grain, the new wine, the olive oil, the young of the flocks and the herds. They will be like a well-watered garden, and they will sorrow no more. And the young women will dance and be glad, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into gladness, and I will give them comfort and joy instead of sorrow. I will satisfy the priests with abundance, and my people will be filled with my bounty. A voice is heard in Ramah, mourning and great weeping. Rachel, weeping for her children. Now, this is actually a prophetic word for what happened when the babies were killed um, by uh, King Herod uh, when he was trying to root out Jesus, uh, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. And I feel like that is um, the sex traffic kids right now. Restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. They will return from the land of the enemy. So there is hope for your descendants. Hey, guys, you're going to be here for a while. Your children will return to their own land. Come on. Wow. That's the migrants, and that's you, okay? 
I have surely heard Ephraim's mourning. You disciplined me like an unruly calf, and I have been disciplined. Restore me, and I will return, says the Lord. After I strayed, I repented. After I became, after I came to understand, I beat my breast. I was ashamed and humiliated because I bore the disgrace of my youth. Is not Ephraim my dear son, a child in whom I delight? Though I often speak against him, I still remember him. Therefore, my heart yearns for him, and I have great compassion for him, says the Lord. Set up the road signs, put up the guidepost, take note on the highway, Come the on. road that you take, return virgin Israel, return to your towns. How long will you wander, unfaithful daughter? The Lord will create a new thing. A woman will return to the man. This is what the Lord Almighty God of Israel says. When I bring them back from captivity, the people of the land of Judah and in its town will once again use these words. The Lord bless you, you prosperous city, you sacred mountain. People will live together in Judah and all its towns, farmers and those who move around with their flocks. I will refresh the refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. As I And then I woke and I looked around and my sleep was pleasant to me. The days are coming, declare the Lord, when I will plant the kingdom of, of, of Israel and Judah with the offspring of my people and animals. And just as I watched over them to uproot and tear down and to overthrow and to destroy and bring disaster, so will I watch over them to build and to plant. In those days, the people will no longer say the parents have eaten sour grapes and the ch children's teeth are set on edge. That's what's happened with our parents, okay? And, and we've been punished because of it. Instead, everyone will die for their own sin. The days are coming. Well, I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel. And I'm seeing America have a new covenant. We've been recovenanting. We did this uh, in Plymouth. Uh, it will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them out of Egypt because they broke the covenant. This is the covenant I will make with my people. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they need to teach each other to know the Lord, but they will all know me from the least to the greatest. And I will forgive their wickedness and their sins. Uh, this is what the Lord says. He who appoints the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and stars to shine by night, who stirs the sea and so that its waves roar. Uh, only if these decrees vanish from my sight will Israel cease to be a nation before me. Only if the heavens can be measured and the foundations of the earth below be searched out uh, will I reject the descendants of Israel. The days are coming uh, when this city will be rebuilt for me. This, this, this is a prophetic word of what would happen when Jesus would come. This is a new covenant that we live in. But every nation has the duty to be to make a covenant with God. And we've been living sad. Our children have been weeping. And, and we are making that new covenant. And that's what happened in Texas. And I believe what we're seeing with this convoy is the Lord raising men up to make a stand. Yes. And that's all you need to do. There's a scripture. I, I sent this to Doc Pete. And it's in Ephesians 6. When you have done all to stand... Stand there. Stand. Me. You don't have to protest. You don't even have to fight. You just have to stand. Mm -hmm. Good. So this is uh, Ephesians six eighteen. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. With mm. this in view, be on the alert with the perse uh, perseverance and petition for all the saints and pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel for which I am mm -hmm. an ambassador in chains that I in proclaiming it I may speak boldly as I yeah. ought to speak. That's, there's so much power in that. This is the word here that we're all in chains. 
And we have to break those chains. We have to speak the word and speak in the gospel and speak in the, in the spirit to break these chains and now to, to bring this into the world. We, we are literally bringing the, the power of God into the world as we pray. This is a powerful thing. There's another word here that's rooted in this. It comes from Revelation 21, 3 to 5. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men. And he will be, and he will dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God Himself will be among them, and He will be, and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no longer any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying and pain, for this things have come have passed away. So we are in a very huge time right now, and literally, when I was this word revelation is just like this is these are the sorts of words we need to be speaking into this into this time. These are the places that people are coming across as this pain is trying to be de- de- dropped upon our nation. We have to speak life. This is a this is the war of the spirit of death versus the spirit of life. So speak life into all things. Amen. Amen. So, good. so what I was getting earlier, and I want to speak to this just because this is important, um, about going down there, being a part of this, infiltrators, all of this. <clears throat> what the Lord keeps impressing in me is what what did not happen in January 6th is is the covering of this in this level of prayer. Yes, correct. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. For them to come to us, like I said at the start of the, when I came on earlier with terrorism and say, you now can't gather because we have made you afraid. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I'm sorry, I will not be told that I can and cannot gather because federal agents might infiltrate what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a stand and I'm going to do what Holy Spirit has told me to do. And I will use wisdom and experience from what they have done in the past to stop them from doing it again. But we would be a very weak people because here's the deal. We have the right to assemble. This is what Leah said earlier. And they're trying to tell us through fear, and it's COVID all over again. Don't gather with your family. Don't get around. Somebody might get sick. Somebody might die. And I'm hearing this, and I'm hearing literal words of fear coming out of the mouths that are of people that are supposed to be our leaders in this movement. And they're not. They're not leading right now because they're operating under a spirit of fear. We do not do or not do something because we are afraid. And someone can throw out there, oh, well, this is just wisdom. Well, that's where we need that word that we talked about earlier, discernment. Is it fear or is it wisdom? Okay, because if you have wisdom, if God has told you to do a thing, this happens to me all the time. It happens to Lee all the time, too. If God has told you to do something and then fear comes in based on something that may have a merit or an element of truth, you have two options that you can do with that. You can choose to disobey God because the fear is too strong and you don't want to have to address and discern what you're supposed to do with it. Or you can get in prayer and you can find out what is the wisdom here and how do we take it down? So you know what? They're not wrong. Pete even said it on his interview with Tucker. They may infiltrate. They probably will, is what he said. They probably will. Well, guess what? Then we take an action against it because this is spiritual warfare. And we are taking physical actions 
against a spiritual warfare. And they're now telling us that we can't operate the way that they operate. Think BLM, think Antifa, think all the riots. They're telling us that we can't gather together, even though we're doing it peacefully, because they may do a a, um, a, a, a Nehemiah on us. They're going to come and they're going to say, lie about us. And they're going to go to the king and they're going to say, well, this you're just trying to do this to overthrow whatever. What essentially that we're saying is what you guys did to, to us on January 6th, it worked and we bow down. I'm no, 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 no. Leah gave the word earlier. This is a redeeming of January 6th. So that doesn't mean that you throw out everything that we learned from January 6th and knowing what they do and how the enemy operates. You improvise, adapt and overcome. Well, you learned that one. That's good. Very good. I like that. So, so go ahead, Leah, Leah. F- 15 years old. She's, they're all in on this. Okay. They're fighting with us. I love it. She goes, amen, amen, Abigail, Michelle, Leah, just as you said that the evil is just hiding. I feel almost like these people go forth to the border, but they have the light of the Lord with them as the evil has tried to hide in these shadows and sneak past. They are being exposed and taken down by the light and the power of the Lord and just pure Holy spirit taking down the slavery and the trafficking. As John 3, 20 through 21 says, everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. <laughs> but whoever lives by the truth will come into the light so that they may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. And Abigail says, yes, Leah, the enemy loves the darkness so very much that that is his home. Let us shine the light and become that city set on a hill where we place a lamp, not under a bush, but on the mountaintops. Um, literally this song has been my battle cry for the last few days and what's going on within our country and the world. I woke up a few months ago with the phrase praise breaks the stronghold and the Lord, um, yes. Yeah, so so. Scott Kester's in, I promised you a hard stop at 35 minutes ago. I had no right to offer that because Holy spirit. Oh, I know that we're, we're good. We're fine. Hey, I'm just going to read this. This came from Carolyn. She's on the DMA and she's, um, she was at Bart's fest by the way. And she's, uh, she writes, I'm listening to y'all and the gals the entire time. I've been goosebumps and electric waves through my body. <laughs> That's Holy Spirit who's been speaking to me this way, this fashion for the last three years. Amen. Oh, Come on. <laughs> so, let's go that's Hi, good that's awesome so let's all right go that's man this has been a phenomenal show it has i repent from even saying that we're not done yet this has been a phenomenal <laughs> holy ghost spirit led time so awesome. you started with what was the song you started out with you just mentioned at the very beginning do you, you remember bite my bottles i think right yeah this yeah this my bottles. okay can you just can you just sing it yeah, you can. It's just like we just know the chorus, but I want to read. Uh, Abigail just sent me her. These are her words. These are songs she wrote. Uh, David was a shepherd, yet he sang many songs. Joshua fought the battle as the trumpet prolonged. The disciples brought down prisons when they sang their melodies. Praise is our weapon. Let the enemy fall. Let the enemy fall. There are some really powerful words there, Abigail. This, those are really, really. So powerful. we just know the chorus of this. I don't know how the rest of it goes, right? Do you know? It's well, it's literally you're just singing it over and over again, right? All right. Um, or you can choose one that you prefer. No, this is good. This okay. is how I find my battles. This is how I find my battles. This is how I find my battles. This is how I find my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Oh, oh. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. 
This is how I find my battles. 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 It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I find my battles. 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 Guys, it may look like we're surrounded. I don't even care. Okay, it doesn't matter. And that's why y'all need to be reading the Old Testament mm-hmm. because over and over and over again, they are surrounded. Yeah. And yep. one of my favorite things that God does consistently mm-hmm. is he has the enemy defeat themselves. Mm-hmm. They wake up blindness. They start fighting each other. You ain't even got to do nothing. Just sit there, grab some mm-hmm. popcorn and watch them devour each other. Yeah, hey, that's, so I, that's how God works. So this next week, we've got a, an interview coming up with... Uh, Tech Sergeant Scott Lamba, I think is his last name. Anyway, it's part of the 231. And why this is important is this, because it's to this point. We keep thinking, like, we keep looking to people coming out and, like, you're, to be a hero somehow, you've got to be, like, some special ops guy kicks in the door, parachutes from the air. Okay. 231 is a very interesting group when you get to know them, and that's why I'm bringing so many on the show. This man is a cook. Okay. He was a cook in the Navy, and he was cooking. He was later in the reserves. And so we're going, okay, so he's a cook. So what's that mean? Well, I mean, first of all, he's he's a great cook because it's it's just an E3, which is a very low rank. He is the captain of the John F. Kennedy aircraft carrier. Came down and sat in the kitchen with him one evening, and he was making cinnamon rolls and had a cinnamon roll with him and asked him what he (laughs) wanted to do. Of course he did. And so he told him, he says, I just want to be a chef. And he was taking online courses as well to be a chef. The next thing, two weeks later, his his chief calls him in and he said, I thought I was in trouble. And the chief says, you've been reassigned. He goes, what do you mean? He says, the captain says, you're not going to be part of the officer's mess, which is really high honor. Okay. okay. So get this. So here the guy is. He's in, he's an E6, which is he's a, he's a non-commissioned officer. And so he's standing against colonels and generals. And they ask him, they say, okay, anybody have any objections they want to bring up about the VAX? And in the Air Force, so I've learned, they've got this thing called a pause, meaning like if, let's say you're, you're lifting up, a, you have a jack that's lifting up aircraft and it's breaking and it's putting soldiers in danger, or airmen in that case. And they can call a pause, which means they have to go to an investigation to find out if it's wrong. So here he is standing up against his, his leadership and he's like, I call a pause on the VAX. And he pulls out all of this research he's done and then he goes further. He says, we're under war, so I'm making a declaration of war. And he presents them with a declaration mm-hmm. of war. They about lost their mind. Mm-hmm. But my point yeah. of this is this guy's a cook. And you yeah. go like, well, what's a cook got? The cook has more spine than most of the leadership in our, in our nation. And here a man mm-hmm. comes up and all he's doing is he says is my mission was to protect my soldiers. Everybody mm-hmm. can be the cook. That's my point. Be like, oh, come on. everybody can be the cook. Huh. That's, that's, the, that's the glory of the story. I mean, he's, and this guy has got courage. He's got moral strength. He's got moral character. I mean, I, I you imagine if we had a congressman with that much strength. Imagine if we had a I'm general nice. with that much strength. Every one of our generals failed those, failed this. And here you've got a, an E6 who's looking out for his soldiers and is a cook. He's standing up and standing against the entire institution. So be a cook. That's my motto. Be a cook. 
Mm. I love cook. that. Oh, man, that's so good. Can I read some comments? Scott? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so um, uh, Kit Kat, I think it's Kit Kat, um, or Kat Marie, says, I rebuke you, enemy of King Jesus, be gone. Patriot Gallery, that's my mama, a little bias here, says, Governor Abbott has to accept using gold and silver coins and God in Texas. Then God can raise him out of that wheelchair and be a real man. <laughs> my mama said it. Um, in Jesus' name and authority, uh, let's see. Over here, Faith Gal says, I heard God speak clearly. 2024, slaves no more. Nice. Uh, Patriot good, good. Gallery says to use the car, trucks, and horns. They're modern-day shofars. They'll work in a pinch. Oh, <laughs> very good. They'll work in a pinch. Okay. Well, well, truckers uh, will look, love that. Laura, Lee, Laura Lee's in Texas. Says it just takes one standing in truth and righteousness. She also says reclaim the night. Claim the night. Come on. That's really good. Hey, so want, I just want to song. make that clear what that word was. So all you truckers out there, everybody in cars, that is your shofar. Like blow them yeah. and pray when you do yeah. it. That's the key. You know pray. the horns in Canada that got You remember them? that, Scott? When they went, yeah. where did the they horn go? Yeah. In Canada. To the capital. That really got to them. They were like, Why? no I more horns. Because... And that's what got their everything shut down. Mm -hmm. They said it was becoming a nuisance, a public like health crisis, <laughs> right? So here's, that's why they took their money. It was the it was the honking of the horns. Here's my theory on that. I think everybody was possessed up there, and the horns were shaking out the demons, and demons were getting. A I know it was. It was <laughs> so, a shofar. It does, they know. Yeah. It really does. A party there. They don't even know that they were blowing shofars with their horns. They didn't even know that. And so, uh, yeah, Tucker just gave them what four up there. That was fun. That's awesome. That's great. All right, let's do a round robin. You have more words. You have more to read, Michelle. Any more comments? No, Leah has a song she wants well, to sing. Well, I just okay. brought up you a battle song. This is a good one from the '80s. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I grew up with this song. Yeah, she literally pulls it up. I had the battle hymn of the Republic pulled up. Yeah. Okay, for the record, Leah pulls this one up from. I literally grew up with this song, so yes, we can sing it. All right, do. Let's In go. heavenly armor will enter the land. The battle belongs to the Lord. No weapon that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. When the power of darkness comes in like a flood, the power belongs to the Lord. He's raised up a standard, the power of his blood. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. When your enemy presses in hard, do not fear. The battle belongs to the Lord. Take courage, my friend, your deliverance is near. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor. Power and strength to the Lord. First verse. 
In heavenly armor we'll enter the land. Texas. The battle belongs to the Lord. No weapons that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. Beautiful. No weapon that is fashioned against you can stand. That's scripture. That's yes. good. All right, let's do a round robin. Michelle, last words or, or thoughts, prayer, words, whatever you got. Uh, my last thoughts are buckle up, Buttercup, because it's about to get lit. I'm telling you, God is moving in such a powerful and mighty way, and it is going to look really, really terrifying for mm. those that aren't ready. Oh, So you need to be ready, and I'm telling you, there's ways that you can get ready but the best way that you can get ready is mm. by equipping yourself with the word of God. Get yes, in the Holy Spirit. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, I don't care if you don't have anybody to lay hands on you. Just ask Holy Spirit. Speaking mm. of which, I'm about to do my own little plug here on your show. If you want to get filled with the Holy Ghost and you can drive to Oxford, Indiana on February 10th, get there. Go to resistancechicks.com. Yes. Click on the banner in the upper right-hand corner that says Dan Patch Revival. We've, the, the last two weeks that we did those five and a half hour Zoom calls with Scott Kesterson and everybody else in Bards Nation tuned in. Have, were because we were supposed to do that revival and God clearly said, I need you to do, I need you to pray through some stuff first, but we are going to have it. So I want you guys to prayerfully consider coming to Oxford, Indiana, February 10th, if you need a move of God. So mm -hmm. that's my final thought. You need to be equipped because we're about to go through it. Oh yeah. Leah. I have some special words. <laughs> Sure you do. And I appreciate them. And you know what? This is a family show. And 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 the Charlie Kirk people. Um, and I would just say this. There are Christians, and I appreciate you, and you do a, a lot of good fighting. But this is why you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on. Because Christianity will take you to the Alamo. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit will defeat the enemy. Oh, okay? good word. And so when we are we are we are defeating the spirit of the Alamo, which is victory or death, and the word that I got was life and victory. Come on. Okay. Mm, because nice. we are standing on the shoulders of giants. We are undoing the rewriting of history by our very deeds and actions. And the Lord is going to make you bold. And mm. so I don't think I have one here. Please. I implore you all, get a Founder's Bible. If you cannot afford a Founder's Bible, email us, let us know. And then if you can afford a, a more than one, please donate because everybody needs to get one. It What the Founder's Bible does, and thank God for Brad Cummings. Just thank, thank God for Brad Cummings. Thank you, God, for Brad Cummings. Okay? <laughs> thank you, God, for that amazing... A moment where he met David Barton because he got this information from David Barton and he and 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 all we we have so many connections Leo Nancy all these great historians um William Federer so in the Founders Bible what it is is when you read it front to back what the Lord is going to do is he is going to illuminate into your spirit he, it is basically the cliff notes of the Constitution the biblical Constitution the biblical basis for the Declaration of Independence the biblical basis it's, it's what it's going to do is it's going to pull the infection mm. of the public school out of your mind okay 
So please, everybody get this. You can use, what's what's Scott's promo code? Bards. Bards. You can use promo code resistance chicks. Go get a case of them. Give them out. Give them to all your family members, okay? Get your hands on the Founders Bible, okay? You have to. If, because you were brainwashed by the public school system to be weak. That's right. Okay. The reason why we are where we are at right now is because a bunch of liberal, progressive, atheist communists said, we want to take over a nation. How do we do that? They're too Christian. They venerate those founding fathers, those, 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 those founding fathers. So what we need to do is we need to lie about them. And we need to not tell them the good things that they did. Mm -hmm. uh, they just removed Thomas Jefferson's statue from the New York City Hall. Why yes, did they do that? That man wrote the Declaration of Independence. If you're removing Thomas Jefferson, you're basically peeing and defecating on the Declaration, which in turn is, is tearing up the Constitution. If you're removing his statue, that's treason. That's mm -hmm. absolute treason. Okay? They wanted to remove William Penn, but... So there was too much of an uproar. Not enough, I guess, Jeffersonites in, in New York City. Go figure. Okay? You need to know who these men were. You need to know their relationship with God. That You need to understand that this nation is literally the best nation in the history of the entire world. And God created America. And it was founded on Christian principles. And you need to know the biblical principles of the Declaration and the Constitution. You need to know it. So my final words, if I have one weapon to give to you, all of you patriots, please read the Founders Bible. Please. 100%. That's good. It's good. Read the, read the Founders Bible, front to back, cover to cover. Just start beginning, go to end. Just in a row. Just, and read a little bit every day. And just Whatever you can do. The faster you can do it, the better. But read it. Get it in you. And Leah said this, and I've had the same word, and she said this earlier in a previous show. It's not a, there's a time when you just have to read it. There's times to marinate in it. Right now, you just need to read it. Let God put it in you. That's, that's really the big thing is let God tattoo those scriptures on your heart because he will. That's not a problem. But if you're trying to go through and like spend hours of marinating in the words and doing deep, I get that. That's a wonderful and important process of biblical reading. Right now, read the Bible, like front to back, front just back. like start and go, right? And, and the Founders Bible, the reason that's important is because you are so ignorant of American history. It's literally American history cliff notes. It's cheating. Yeah. I mean, most people just have no, what you get out of this is stunning. You're like a whole nother look at our founding fathers. You hear all this so garbage exactly. about them like being Masons, not true. You know, these are Christian men. That's what's most amazing. You know, it's just, it is. I, I, did you get your letter from Brad? My letter. For your Founders Bibles this year? My letter? I got a letter from Brad two days ago. Oh, it's probably, and I haven't got it yet. It's probably okay. at the other house. I 152 Bibles that went from, that people used the Resistance Chicks code on last year for just from the website that doesn't count the ones that we have i don't even know how many since bards fest because we came home how many home did we come home with 100 and some enough odd. to break the shocks on our minivan they did literally <laughs> we had to decrease the shocks because of the bible so i'm kidding not we had to do it i'm kidding um but that's 150 people 152 people just from resistance chicks and we didn't even push it that much like we haven't we, no I mean, we really haven't. we honestly yeah. we haven't we need to, we need, we have been doing it more recently, but we literally, I think for probably like eight months, we didn't. Right. And so I think all the 152 was like the last three months. Yeah. But seriously, to me, when I got that, I was so excited thinking, wow. I mean, if, if, if it had been one Bible, it would have been huge. 
but I was just really excited about that. So um, I'm, I'm just curious to do a comparison and see how many Bibles you did. Just, you know, cause I like to win. I know. I'll let you know. I haven't looked yet. I mean, you probably beat us, but I just want to. <laughs> okay. uh, we will take this up uh, next weekend. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Brad is, has offered you all. Oh, oh, the commission. Let a, me just a, tell a, you. A, a tremendous discount. We, we, we're not, we're, we're not getting rich off these Bibles. Let's put it that way. No. So we're not pushing them for the commission. We have like, you know, we could work on this. We could, the people could get less of a discount and we could get more of a commission. Nobody but instead, does. the whole discount, really, it's just all going to you guys. It is it's really great. And I'm happy for Very it. Very generous of Brad to, to all of you. So, yeah, so, so what's when really... Scott's pushing it, also, no, he's getting the same commission we are. It's, it's not, not, yeah, it's not something to jump around to. So here, here, here's the deal. Um, and that's not why we do it. That's an important point. It's not why we do it. We're I like it, actually. I do, too. It, I would. It, I really it, wouldn't want it any other way. I know, right. So it's really interesting, because Brad talked about this when he was on the show about two weeks ago. I don't think most people realize 40% of the cost of that Bible is to cover NASB, NASB 1995. That, that's, the permission and the rights the to The permission and the rights. Wow. 40%. So, I mean, and what's really interesting is that the new NASB, whatever, it's like 2.0, and he's now on that committee. And that's this is like future work. But because he's on the committee, he will not have to pay the commission in the next round. No way. Yes, no kidding. It's the truth. So he'll be able to use it for free. No. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? No commission. Yeah, that's really awesome. So that that's that's the forthcoming project. The problem is this new version of NASB they haven't even formatted yet to be in a Bible. They've just finished the research. So that's that's oh, forth, wow. forthcoming. That was the show Brad and I had a couple of weeks ago. It's pretty amazing. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. All right. So, so go ahead. Can I read one more comment? Yes, go ahead. I just want to pray over Rod Vance says, I am headed to Texas for the convoy with a little hesitancy, but something is telling me to go. I miss J6, oh. but feel the need to go. Thank you for inspiring me even more to continue on from Ohio. So this oh. is somebody literally from Ohio. So I just plead a hedge of protection over you right now in the name of Jesus, that you will be protected. If you're called to go, then God's going to protect you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. I think that's you have a... your own phone number for the Founders Bible. <laughs> I do. See, that's you're going to win by that alone. It's just cheating. It's 805-498-0636. I, I didn't know his, that. His, I, I had no idea. Tonight. It's his show tonight. Well, Nikki just put it in the chat. By the way, Nikki's uh, an amazing person, and I love her. Oh yeah, Nikki does awesome. Does a lot for bards. A lot for bards. That's a tremendous amount. Nikki just got this show out today and got everybody here, which is awesome because it was last minute. Okay, so a couple things. This is going to be a regular Saturday show. Sometimes Michelle and Leah will be here. Sometimes they may not. But we're going to do this every Saturday, seven p.m. Every Saturday, Pacific time, it's ten p.m. Eastern. This is called the Gospel of Peace. Every Saturday, we're doing the Gospel of Peace. And, I love that. And so, well, next Saturday is the um, the streaming of the convoy. I don't know what time it's going to be though. Okay. So you may do a show after it. Right. So, um, but uh, we're going to grab the stream. Okay. We're going to stream it, whatever they stream. What we may do and, uh, is do it. I mean, you can do the stream and then come over here, and we can run this show and then yeah. go back to that. So I mean, we yeah. we can keep it going. So this is this is the whole. This I was praying on this today, and it just kind of came as we were. So I was working through the day. I remember. What, I guess I was. What was I talking to? I don't remember. Was it you guys? I don't remember. Anyway, um, it, no, it was, we had a prayer call this morning. That was what it was. We had a prayer call this morning with the prayer team from Bars Nation. And God mm. was like, you need a new show. And so I'm like, okay, what are we going to name it? And he's like, Gospel of Peace. So this is where this came it. from. And we just need this because right now um, mm -hmm. we need a show. It's going to be, a you know, a, a, Sunday nights we're going to be going more into um, 
Sunday Night Peace Be Still is going to probably merge more into what used to do Expedition Cafe, which is going to be featuring artists and inter- people and doing creativity stuff. So it's a mm. break. But And we're starting that next Sunday with Brian Kahinnick is coming on. He's going to talk about his new mm-hmm. song, which is going to be awesome. He prayed wow. on it and when God led him, he said literally God led his Wonderful. whole hand on that. His production, that was amazing. So we're going to do that. And then I'm talking to... Um, down at uh, Bears Church, they have a they have a guy that leads the worship team, and he has a great story. So he's going to come on the following week. So we're going to start doing that. Mm. Might have to have you two on to talk about worship, which will be great. I would like to put a caveat on your show. Yeah, show I'm sure, why not? I don't know what That's she's going to say. Well, this is important, Scott Ketcherson, <laughs> because the last two weeks we have done specials with you. And I literally had this thought, like literally had this thought. I'm so glad that Scott takes Saturdays off so that if we need to do a show with him, we can do a show with him and it's not gonna interfere with his regulars because y'all need to know something about this OCD man. He takes these shows very seriously. You can't interrupt these shows. Scott, can you come on our show? Well, I got a show. (laughs) You can come on our show and they can come on my show. Maybe, I guess, maybe. Okay, so I would like to reserve the rights on Saturday that when I feel led to do a show <laughs> that you need to be on, that is, you're not going to be all like, no, I got my Saturday show. But he's he got somebody scheduled. He's got somebody scheduled. Different. Okay. All right. Caveat's put in. Thank you. Right. It's written. I'm going to write it down and send it to you to right, sign that's it. That's good. That caveat's put not, in. No e-signature. I want it back in the mail. I love it. I think because Saturday nights used to be a party night. Now you guys are doing um, anointed spirit, spirit filled night and having people on. And I think it's, I think it's much needed. It is. It is very needed. So the, the format of this. Essentially you loose. stole our idea the last two weeks. Essentially you were like, wow, it's a really great idea. And you didn't come back today and say, wow, Leah, Michelle, you had a really great idea. No, now I, I'm going to steal it. Now I'm going to do a show every Saturday night. So it would not have gone. See the first show. We would not have had those Muslims without Scott. That's true. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't. Would not have been exciting without but, him. Yeah. I'm telling you, oh he my brought gosh. the party. Okay, it, it was it. You can't have. So it wasn't your. I, I'm telling you, those two shows. Don't take that. They from did me. not happen. Don't take that from in me. a void no, without you Scott. Don't. Oh my! You can't give him that. I have to because he did. He was like literally bringing. He 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 brought. I mean, fire. Did you people in the chat? This is the most exciting thing ever. This is awesome. Yeah, th- that Scott, was. You know, I'm, I'm the one over here irritated. Everybody's jumping up, going, "Pray into it." It was pretty awesome. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I was so for everybody. this man had to take a break and hide his camera while he literally went from like color red to normal human color. And he did. did. And he did. And he came back in the power and anointing, just like a general should. You know, and and honestly, I I, I don't know what I was gonna do, but we did it. It was awesome. It was power, and everybody came back the next week, like hoping to see another, you know, <laughs> UFC spirit fight. It's true. It's true. All right, so this was an awesome show tonight, really. And then everyone just keep praying, keep praying for the convoy, keep praying for Pete. Really important. Um, and we yes. just can't understate the importance of walking truly in Holy Spirit and and walking in prayer. Right now, this is. And that's the whole essence of adding this show on Saturday. It's because we just need more prayer. Bottom line. Mantle. He's and, taking the mantle to run with it. Yep. It's like, wow, this is I can I can do this. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. I guarantee you you're not gonna be able to do a Saturday show. I'm not they're doing gonna, a but they're show. gonna need it. They are. You're doing a good job. And Scott so we'll we will restream it, whatever it is. And so are we really gonna commit to that? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you started it. 
<laughs> now you cannot. I started. Yes, I started. So yes, we are. We are. Oh, wow. We have. We have Corey's Monday show. Yeah. With the Kingdom Roundtable, and now we'll have uh, the peace. What was it? Gospel of peace. The gospel, gospel of peace, peace on Saturday. It's so cool about that name. Did you? I mean, you probably thought about this already, but I'm just. I mean. Well, no. I'm going to be really honest. Here. As we're praying today. I, how many times have we read that through Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, right? So it's yeah. there. But Shoot this the is, gospel piece. but what hits me is like a whole, I mean, the Holy Spirit hits me. It's like a whole different meaning of it. It's mm-hmm. like the gospel of peace is the revival. The gospel of peace is mm-hmm. breaking strongholds of the gospel of peace. And it's, it's all of this spiritual fight to bring the body of Christ together. It's beautiful. So Good. I was no, like, no, but it's, it's the, it, when you're talking about the spiritual armor that everybody wants to put on, mm-hmm. it's the one that they kind of like, I got my sword of the spirit. I got my belt of truth. I got my shield of faith. I got my helmet of salvation. I got my breastplate of righteousness. And they're like, yeah, shoes of the gospel. Of peace. Right. You're, right. Not going any, you're not going anywhere without you're it. You're not going anywhere. You're barefoot. I'll tell you the word the Lord gave me um, today talking specifically about men. And there's a whole red pilled men sphere on Twitter in there and they're angry and they're bitter. Um, and they just hate the world, basically. Mm. Um, but they they feel like they can they can do something. And the Lord said, "Strong men love." Yes. Because love is the most powerful force in the world. Because God is love. And if you have hatred, if you have anger, you won't. It, it's not love, and it's not, and it will not. Work it has no strength. It has God. no strength to it. Amen. So what what causes a man to go into a burning fire? Mm-hmm. Like that pizza guy. Remember that pizza guy that went into a burning fire to save some children? And, and I think Tucker, Carl, Tucker Carlson yeah. had him on a show. Uh-huh. He uh, went into a burning fi- home to save some people. What who what does that? That's well, that that is love. His well, anger. What about the one? That? What about the one the other day? You covered it on your show. They the fireman that went in and to, after, in a burning home to save a Bible. Oh yeah, that's right. That was just the other day. That. You I covered. Don't think I, I don't think I did. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, you did. Scott knows your own show better than you. I don't remember that. No, no, we totally did. Okay. Now who's crazy? Was I gone? I must have been gone for that one. No, I must you, have, you were the one talking about it. I must have popped out for a second. But but I mean love. It is it's yeah. love is the most powerful force right. in the world. It's mm-hmm. what if if a war isn't fought on love, it's fought for no, it's fought for nothing. Right. You know what I mean? And so the strongest men in the world, love causes you to build a family, love causes you to build a home, love causes you to Love, it's love, and and so, the word I had, and so with your with your show, the gospel of peace, you came on, you know, on the second show, and you said, "Listen, guys, the Muslims got me a little irritated, but I recognize that my, that my power, the power is is love, mm-hmm. and power and love might cause me to kill someone, might cause me to fight, it might, it might cause me to hug someone, it might cause me to feed someone." Okay, love expresses itself in many ways. If God loves us, he destroys our enemies, he 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 saves the weak. Okay? Yeah, so word. love is a is a multifaceted force. Um I'm reminded in the chat this is super important. Don't forget to pray for Joe. That's Pete's dog. So God we just plead ahead of protection yeah, of Joe no. right no, now absolutely. in the name of Jesus that he's protected. Um and Pete's Nikki horse says, is going to be on it and love is Jesus. the gospel of peace. Ooh, that's really good, Nikki. Love is the gospel of peace. Uh you now have permission to culminate your show and end it and just let me know 
Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Now, thanks everybody for being here tonight. This was good. Really enjoyed. Thank you, Michelle and Leah, for jumping on at the last minute. I know you had a busy day, and appreciate that. Um, but this is really this is special, and I, I'm really blessed how we kicked this off tonight. And we're going to do this and do this every Saturday, and with the caveat that Michelle and Leah may have their own show that we'll join over on, so that'll be fine. That'll be good. Said what I said. I know, I got it. We're we're down. We'll put that in writing. Don't worry. So read the Bible. Open it up. Get a Founder's Bible. And you can use the promo code over there and Resistance Chicks, or you can use it as bars, whatever it is. Is it Resistance Chicks or Resistance? What is it? It's Resistance Chicks because I gave him Chicks, and Brad didn't like that. Okay. Literally told me, he's like, I don't like that. I'm using Resistance Chicks. I said, okay. All right. So anyway, they got censored on their own. This is good. Bard's ideas show. But it should so be Bard's, B-A-R-D-S. Yeah, you can use B-A-R-D-S. either one. Scott but, always Bard's well, here's, here's the thing to understand. Whatever small commission we get from that, it always goes <laughs> back into ministry anyway. That's my it point. No, no, no. It's not about commission for me, though. No, use resistance chicks. It's about the numbers. I want to beat Scott. It's so simple. Okay. Whatever. I'm <laughs> buying Bibles from you lately, so that's all good. That's true, actually. Yeah, so um, the other thing we're going to start, start, and we'll we'll talk about it this next week. But we're updating our donations part stuff on the website. Uh, we are going to take some donations for Bibles for Pete's team and for people that Pete's working with on the border. Want to get the Bibles in their hands? We're also doing some other donations of Bibles for special forces guys right now. So that's really a big deal. Trying to get Bibles into their hands, and um, I'm sure if we can. If I can get the contact, which will be easy enough because I'll talk to Ham or Cam, we're going to want to uh, do uh, Bibles for Navy SEALs and we're going to want to do mm. Bibles for uh, Delta Force. So uh, that's what my goal is to get a Bible in every one of those guys' hands that wants one. I want every one of them to have a Founder's Bible if they want it. I think it's a great thing. Mm. So, all right, Patriots, really appreciate you being here tonight. Keep your prayers up. Seriously, keep your prayers up for Pete Chambers and this convoy. These are great people, mm. um, wonderful people that are just coming together for our nation and coming together for the right way. We want to keep a, a hedge of protection around them the whole time. We want to pray mm-hmm. for Joe, which is Pete's dog, his sidekick. Pray for Pete's horse, because mm-hmm. like he said, it was a dog, a man, and a horse that started this whole thing, which is good. Um, and just just keep yourself in a fearless walk. There is nothing to be afraid of right now. Is Michelle's word is dead on. It is going to get rough. And you'll be fine when you're What anchored. do you mean the, the code didn't work? I need three founders Bible. Yeah, she is talking. What is wrong with I'm you? Sorry, somebody you said, just been brought in, Scott, and now you were inducted. Okay, so into I can already I, I'm glad somebody you said, said the code didn't work. All right, so here here's a deal. They want three Bibles. All right. Here, use Bards. It's easier. It's an easier. No, 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 no. It may not work. There's a there's something on the website. We already ran into this that when they do multiples, somehow it doesn't register right. So mm-hmm. what you can do if that happens, you can call the number. And call the office on Monday, and they will process that code. And Brad, we just ran into this the other day. So it's something okay. to do with the multiples. Okay. So grab the number. I'm going to grab the number. Grab the number. We'll put the number in the chat, Faith Gal. Yep. Okay. So it's you can 805 805-498-0636. 805-498-0636. So you can call that number on Monday, because I don't think they're open on Sunday. Call the number on Monday. They'll take your order over the phone. You can order as many Bibles as you want. You'll get the code discount. But somehow the website isn't processing that. So we had this problem. Thanks for putting that in there, guys. Yeah, Thank you. Call the number then. Okay, so keep going. It's good. All right, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. 
We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I want to thank you for being here tonight. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning for our Jesus and coffee. And we're going to pray in the glories of God and the miracles of God tomorrow. Glory. Until then or until the next time. God bless and... And now for now. Yeah. <laughs> I good. didn't do it deep. Out for now. There you go. That's the, that's the Scott thing when the, with the new mics, too. They sound better. But you can't get the deep voice, Leah. You're trying, but it's not working. <laughs> it really didn't, didn't come out good at all. <laughs> it does. It was horrible. It was, a good, it was very happy. And yeah. out for now. Yeah, it didn't that's work. kind of how Leah no. did it. That's how it's gonna, try it, try it with your British accent. Try it with your British accent. Not for now. Uh, that must be better. And out for now. Much better. That's good. Thank you. Okay. Out for now. <laughs> out for now, folks. Out for now. <laughs> All right, Patriots, <laughs> see you tomorrow morning. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the deepest depth. Oh, I want to feel something. Get back in my body.